0: Farting out unicorns and rainbows all the time. Ouch. I mean, if they're ethereal though, like <laughs> it won't hurt. It's just not like literal. The thought of it's farting not,
1: out a unicorn no, no, no. just really pained me. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna gonna say it. It.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by Cinemasins.
1: Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined as always by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. I also like Rolos. We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. You don't know this, but that's a subtle jab at me. <laughs> 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 you will find out later.
0: <laughs> Take it's a drink. Like a two- it's a twofer. Yeah, it's a drink for the outtakes, but then right. also a jab at Aaron. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. How are you guys twofer? doing? We're, we're uh, like up early this morning to record. Got some stuff later today, so we're doing yeah. a, a more early recording for this. You guys all right it's- with that? Yeah, it's cold and rainy
2: and gross here. So, uh, oh,
1: hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I'm Today? glad to
2: be inside. <laughs>
0: uh, things are really great here. We are finally no longer the only house in the neighborhood that did not, uh, clear out the driveway. Oh, we, we were, we were the, we were the folks that just kept making that one track into the driveway
2: <laughs> i don't i mean who i mean it's gonna melt like you that, know like yeah. if you can get out who cares
1: no people are doing that in our neighborhood it's like no i it's
2: gonna be gone in like three days
1: i gave some grace to uh my family uh my wife and uh, my kids who are still home wanted to clear the driveway and first of all i don't go anywhere so it's really not up for me to say like Neither, you know what yeah. i mean you know what i mean like but the other part is like Growing up in Michigan, that was something you just did. When it snowed, you cleared the drive because Michigan—if you didn't, it was right. it was really mm-hmm. dangerous. Here, you're absolutely right. I think if you fully adjust to what the weather does here, you know, even if it's going to be cold for a week, it's still going to go away really quickly once it's not. And so, yeah, so it's it's all gone now. It got even- into the seventies a couple of days ago, so yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I I was like looking around, like, oh, you know, are are, are we like the weird ones here? There's people that have snow moving machines here. I don't
1: understand that. I don't understand buying a snowblower in southern Missouri. I don't get that.
0: I I, I clocked. Yeah, them up. people even have
2: snow shovels. I'm like, why, why do you have a snow shovel? Like, <laughs> where, where, what did that? What came through your mind that day? I might need a snow shovel one day. Personally, it worked out for you. But... I was
0: glad to see it when it was happening. Number one, I've never seen it actually in person. I've only seen it in movies, so that was oh. interesting. Two
1: shovels. Hey
0: no no the, the snow machine oh, oh gotcha. blowers, got it yeah i've only seen them in movies <laughs> i've never seen them in real life so i just watched him like wow yeah <laughs> that's what they do wow. and then second i thought okay all right when in need go knock on that dude's door right. you know you're the, you're the designated that guy of the neighborhood but yeah and finally the sun came out and we just watched it all melt away and had no work to do at all so it's amazing
2: but you got the ice first, right? We did. I mean, that's what we got. Bit. We got this. We got the yeah. frozen rain and stuff first. So we had a really mm-hmm. thick layer of ice under the snow. So like, I don't even know how people were shoveling. I tried to clear our sidewalk just so my father in law, who's got a broken knee and has like, got a walker, just so he could get to a car. Right. And I mean, when I, you know, I just had a regular shovel, but like, I couldn't even move it just because it was like such solid ice underneath. I mean, there was nothing to like dig into. Yeah. So even if I got the snow off. There's still just a sheet of ice, so I don't know how people maneuver that, but I'm sure people that are, have more experience with this know what they're doing. Uh, yeah, But it was cool. I, it was nice. I'm, I'm just glad my daughter's getting My daughter's gotten a few good snowstorms as a kid, which is not as common here, so that's that's been really cool that she's gotten to experience that. Um, and we're lucky we didn't have to go anywhere and my wife's office closed for the week so we literally didn't have to go anywhere. So. that's nice. And we had enough food and you I know, realized so. I hadn't
0: been in my car for a couple of weeks at that point. I just yeah. had been home. Uh, I decided to drive for the first time. It was, it's like, oh yeah, I know how to do this. (laughs) I was more like when
2: I had to drive one day, it's like, oh man, I gotta go drive. Yeah.
0: You get that feeling, you know, you're back on the road, you're free, no no one's around. So you're like, hey everybody. You know, it's like, that's me. I was very excited about it. I was
2: annoyed I
1: had to drive again. I was
2: like, I don't miss
1: driving. It's been so long since I've driven that uh, we just realized the tags are a month and a half uh, oh, wow. expired. <laughs> <I'm gasps> oh, well, a see, that's the thing. You really don't have to go anywhere. Your kids can drive and all
3: that stuff. So
2: yeah. like you don't have to take your kids somewhere. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah, no. So I got to go I...
1: do an inspection yeah. and go to the DMV and get new oh, tags no. and all that fun stuff. Um, but, hey, I'm immune now. So, you know, everything's good yeah i'm glad your car starts i mean
2: if you haven't driven in a month and a half or whatever (laughs) right
1: yeah (laughs) yeah uh it is definitely interesting times but uh light at the end of the tunnel I think there. I think that's that's truly not too optimistic to say. There's light at the end of the tunnel. This thing we've all been going through, and that's that's really encouraging to me. I've been reading some encouraging studies, and it's just yeah. I think oh, you're
2: talking about like just in general, just like in not general, snow. just this
1: thing we've all been going through for. I mean, most of us probably almost exactly a year. It was probably almost exactly a year ago that most of us heard about this uh, pandemic for the first time, and then there were yeah. a couple weeks where it was like, oh, this is maybe going to be a thing and then like middle of March it was like oh yeah this is a thing everybody hunker down and then trying to figure out what it was going to be like and uh and yeah the numbers are are plummeting new case numbers are plummeting um there's uh, some really good indications that the vaccines are Not only effective against trans, uh, not transmission, I shouldn't say, not only effective against uh, helping you from getting the disease, but even if you get it, you're not going to get like very sick. Like that's the really cool thing about these vaccines is even if you're in the 5% or whatever, where you uh, get COVID after you have the vaccine. Uh, you won't go to the hospital. It's literally zero percent. The studies have shown of people uh, are hospitalized wow. for the disease I after getting the vaccine. I this is going to so. kind of become like the flu,
2: though, right? Like this is just like there's going to be a shot that, that I can't peop- tell you. I'm not a scientist yeah. enough
1: to tell you that. That is not exactly what I've heard. But again, <laughs> yeah. oh maybe yeah. I- not then.
0: I'm just surprised that this is the conversation we're having at the start of the show. This is super something that we usually do in outtakes. Like, normally you're like, <laughs> no, let's go right. up the shore. No, right. And now you're, you're right. like, let's talk about all this stuff. I don't stuff. know. I'm let's talk about heard. vaccinations. No. Let's talk about COVID. Let's talk about <laughs> driving. I, you know, we sound like the oldest people. I, I well, do want to say, I, when I was listening with the live audience last week, I was like, we sound like the oldest people ever. We're constantly we talking about the weather. And then we're like, <laughs> talking about like, I don't know. I, I'm so Listen, happy to I've go been, get my vaccination today. I, I'm, gonna I'm gonna show you,
1: my age and beyond the sins.
0: It's gonna be I, I,
2: really fun. I
1: did wanna tell you about this <laughs> I I did wanna tell you about this goiter uh that's that I've that I've had that yeah. uh that I want I wanna make sure you know about. Um Just kidding. Real quick, here's
2: what confused me though. We were just talking about the snow that we had, which was kind of fun, and then and then, but then Aaron's like, "But there's a light at the end of the tunnel," and I'm like, "Are you talking about snow? Like, yeah, it's called spring. (laughs) I know." Like, and then then yeah, I mean, we're like
0: talking about COVID. How did this? Yeah, the
2: seasons
1: change because we were talking about not not driving our vehicles and not getting out of the house, and I I don't know. Just overall, it's just like the winter (laughs) is ending, and I don't know. It just feels like a year long winter that's finally coming. You know, to an do end, you, at least soon. I'm not, not saying
2: like, it's like, over. Aaron is like all wanna... of a sudden
1: understanding what spring does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what also feels like a year long is this introduction to our show. You know, let's just get uh, into
1: it then. Leto, bump. <laughs> let's do this inside scoop. What's he building in
0: there? Uh,
1: We're going to talk about uh, 15 more minutes about how the pandemic is going, and then we'll get into the look at the videos from the week. (laughs) That'd be great if the
2: commercial we did this week was like on
1: COVID or something. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, And tell you how we felt about the stuff that we're sending. We'll kick it off with uh, Commercial Sins. Uh, Lay's potato chips uh, this week. Is that right? (laughs) Lay's
0: potato chips. By the way, our
2: pantry sometimes looks like this aisle because we are a Lay's
1: family and we all Ah. like different flavors
0: really I am
1: not we don't ever get Lay's uh of any kind I don't think what are the what are the you don't get
0: laid my god
1: you know that is a private matter well for discussion amongst my wife and I four times (laughs) we have all different
0: kinds of Lay's here in this house
1: so are the are the sour cream and onion Ruffles? Is Ruffles the brand, or is that a Lay's potato? I see. I don't even no, know. No, I don't pay Lay's attention. and Ruffles are two different brands. Okay, and thank Lay, you.
2: They, but they have similar flavors. Lay's is typically, although they do have Ridge Lay's now, which are more like a Ruffle, mm-hmm. but Lay's at least in the beginning were just more of a thin chip. Mm. But they do have the wavy Lay's. I think is what they call them, and they they actually have like the Ruffle ridges in them and stuff. But it's yeah, yeah, they have sour cream and onion. I am not an onion flavored person so i but my wife loves those they have barbecue and regular
1: i'm more of a regular plain bland potato chip kind of guy um it just feels like eating salt that's my thing with regular potato chips it just feels like i'm eating salt
2: i like the crunch with a sandwich though like i just you know and um but i do like barbecue and then my daughter's really big into it's sour cream and cheddar i think is the one she really likes but Mm -hmm. then there's all kinds of stuff there's like jalapeno and
0: Are Lay's the ones that will sometimes experiment with their flavoring and have Mm -hmm. those contests? Yes, that Lay's. Yes, I think
1: that is Lay's. Uh, I think so. Yes, I think they do like the very weird flavors or whatever. Once a year, they'll
0: release like a pickle Mm -hmm. one or something like that. I find that to be. I I think that's fun. If you have a brand that's powerful enough that you can release really terrible flavors without (laughs) fear of tanking your company, (laughs) just for fun, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. I'm gonna look up some uh, Lay's flavors while you guys talk about your. What's that? Ruffles
2: has like the, the, it's like the Canadian ones. I can't remember what those are called, like fully dressed or something like that. And I, I mean,
1: all the chip places <clears throat> have yeah. gotten into it, right? Like Pringles yeah. has done this too, where they've done some crazy oh, Pringle yeah. flavors. And yeah, and Doritos actually has done this for a long time. They experimented with some, you know, some weird flavors back in the day that stuck. Like, you
0: the, know. the one Well, that I was... now
2: hot is the big thing. So you've got flaming right. stuff. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: I, I was trying to to remember though, and this is kind of harkening back to our radio days, but uh, that they would release re- genuinely ridiculous ones that are absolutely not intended That's to stay Laze. on the shelf. Yes,
1: that is lays. Yeah. Okay. And then you would vote on like which one you actually liked. Like, yeah, one was like chicken and waffles. Yeah, one, one was, was like
0: like toothbrush butt. <laughs> no,
1: no, there was no toothbrush butt. That was I definitely say, dude, not
0: a the flavor chip. One.
2: <laughs> The pickle one though I believe is a legit flavor that yeah, they have. I've they never do. had them. But. They have
0: a dill pickle and a yes. flaming hot dill pickle right now.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: I have never tried the dill pickle. I might like it. I mean, I like pickles, but I don't know that's a weird combo.
0: They also have one called Chesapeake Bay Crab Spice. Yeah, that that was one of
1: the strange ones. I think that one ended up winning that year. Um yeah which
0: <laughs> i mean that i i would try that one i'm just i'm looking i'm looking back to some of the crazy ones and if i find them i'll let you know by the time we get done with the our favorite sins that'd be yeah. a
2: great keeping tab segment it <laughs> could true. be oh that's, that's a
0: good 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 point i did work just on this but I, I wanted out. to
2: look up lays
0: oh yeah instead of doing the show i just looked <laughs> up chip flavors all this whole time i'm actually also on discord it's gonna be a great show everybody <laughs> now uh, i want
1: chips <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about the video the commercial um, yeah I, I this is this is for me this is kind of the heart of the channel just taking a commercial that is your typical stupid you know brand commercial and going guys this is dumb and taking it seriously enough to to count up you know all the things that you see in it I just I think this is what makes this so fun
0: uh, Jeremy said because I think Jeremy wrote this one right yes. He said, I am never not going to mock shitty fake supermarkets and media. And this motherfucker opens multiple bags of chips in the aisle without paying and flops down on the yum brand's Pepsi throne. And when security shows up, he gives them a potato chip to get out of trouble. And it works. <laughs> and then he adds, fuck Lays. And that's all that Jeremy had to say about his writing experience nice. for this commercial. Nice.
1: Very nice. Nice. <laughs> Uh what about the since video, guys? What is what was some of your favorite things from that? Jonathan, why don't you start?
2: Um well acting like there's an entire aisle and a grocery store dedicated to lays <laughs> I thought was a great observation. Um how many songs listing shit have ever gone top forty? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh my favorite though was um a blue shirt on denim pants. Is it nineteen ninety-five again? <laughs> and the reason that was so funny. Was because for me personally, one of my good friends in college around this time, because this is when I was in college, he just had like a closet full of like blue button up shirts and he just always wore those with jeans. That was every day. He just,
1: that's what he had. And that nice. was a thing. Nice. Uh, I liked the, are you trying to start a riot? Uh, sin about <laughs> opening the chips as if it ever, you know, all hell would break loose. Uh, if you don't want dudes sitting in the Pepsi throne, maybe don't build a Pepsi throne. Even if you mm-hmm. did build it wicked magic fast in between shots, uh, mm-hmm. I thought was great as well. Uh, Denae, what about you?
0: You guys got the ones that were my top. Uh, and I did find a real quick list. And I'll use that for keeping tabs.
4: <laughs> ah, <laughs> I
2: was just kidding. Look at
1: you is, multitasking. Uh, is
2: this the first time the Commercial Sins narrator has mentioned his college girlfriend? I, I couldn't oh, remember. Interesting. I, I don't, think so. I think it might be. Well, yeah. and some of these are out of order too. So that's the other problem because like, we've, uh, I don't know if that's too behind the scenes, but there's a few of these that have been done and we just mm-hmm. haven't aired them yet. So uh, it's possible that that's in other ones that technically came before. But yeah. But I, I was just curious because that was something that happened in this one. And
1: I was like, I don't know if that's happened yet. So yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it has. I don't think it
0: has. All right. Go to our wiki and
1: update it. <laughs> that's right. Go there now.
0: Can you imagine?
1: uh let's move on to tv sins uh we're can continue with wandavision third in a row uh all new halloween spooktacular this was a dicer watkins uh script uh so uh jonathan and i uh writing on this one um yeah
0: this is a this is when things kind of get interesting yeah i mean for me it's been interesting but in this episode i feel like it just kicked up quite a bit what do you think Um,
1: it was about this episode that kicked it up for you because i don't know that i feel the same like felt the same way necessarily yeah i felt like episode Hmm. four kind of kicked it into a new gear with like all the information yeah
0: that's i I see what you're saying yeah there's there were more reveals maybe in four but i think in this one is when we see like the ramifications of the people living in the hex sure and it and it takes it it took uh the show In a little bit more towards, I'm going to say horror genre. Sure.
1: Yeah. There's some dark stuff. Definitely dark.
0: More than we've seen so far. You know, we're starting off with like this very, very light sort of like approach to Mm -hmm. like sitcom happiness. And now it's going into like realness of what it means to be underneath someone's control living on the outskirts of this town and... Just going through the motions and not being able to blink and just these Mm -hmm. really traumatic visuals but like disney's version of it Mm -hmm. which is i think they're doing a great job of it it's building tension it's like it doesn't need to 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 do intense horror um and this one also the commercial is more vivid in that it shows the Mm -hmm. deteriorating like Mm -hmm. body inclamation style And as the show continues, it gets more and more serious. So it's kind of like, this is for me, that tipping point of we're going into the serious territory of, you know, uh, the superhero Mm -hmm. movie. Like if if you don't want your kids to see people dying, (laughs) <laughs> this is a good time to bounce on this episode right right um well and this uh, is the one
2: so. where we see vision taking more action right mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's going on and we learn more about like his like his knowledge i guess of yeah of At least everything his, yeah his, maybe we knew that before but w- one part where he's like what's the avengers i was like did we know that that he no, wasn't yeah, like
0: you're right Th- yeah. that happens in this episode where yeah. we really get to see that vision isn't affected by the hex he's not affected by whomever is controlling whatever and he himself is trying to solve this mystery by talking to people that can't talk back and then also breaking through the barrier and beginning to disintegrate so it's a like you're realizing the boundaries of this world and what can and cannot exist within and without um yeah. And then, of course, the very exciting ending where Wanda expands the boundaries mm-hmm. of the Hex to engulf the next round of, of people and, and to, to kind of save Vision. Well, of course, we also get to see that the children have powers as well, which we, of course, all expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was really fun, too, because it has that element of like lightness where you know it's Halloween and Vision's dressed as like old school comic Vision and Wanda's dressed as old school comic Scarlet Witch and... Uh, the kids are dressed as their superheroes would be in the comics when they're the young Avengers. And so mm-hmm. there's just these winks and nods uh, along with this really creepish mystery stuff going on. I thought it was really well done. It was one of my favorites so far, I think.
1: Yeah, I I loved it. Uh, we haven't mentioned that it is the Malcolm in the Middle uh, episode. And of all the episodes— they basically skipped the 90s. which Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think of what they would have used in the 90s because yeah. most of the popular sitcoms in the 90s weren't like family sitcoms. I, I mean, I'm sure we you could kind find of, we some. We talked but... about Home Improvement. Like, maybe yeah, that something. might be but, the one you could go with.
2: But that also kind of feels like an 80s. Like, it, yeah. 80s and 90s are not. I mean, they are different, but like, I, I get why they. I can see why
1: they moved on to just do this, and it worked. It worked yeah. really well. Yeah. No, it, the Malcolm in the Middle thing works really well. I was gonna say, other than maybe the first episode, this is the most specifically about a, a show. Yes, you know the first one is very specifically Dick Van Dyke. Obviously, this yes. one is very specifically Malcolm in the Middle. Um, and and so that to me that's fun because then you get to really play with you know the parody and all that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a shot uh, a split diopter, if you want to get technical uh, technical about it, shot towards the beginning where. Uh, Pietro, new Pietro, is laying on a couch with his face right in the foreground, and then the kids are arguing in the background, and they're mm. also clear. By the way, if you don't know, split diopter basically means uh, you you split the camera halfway so that you can focus on something in the background and, and in the, the foreground. foreground. Interesting. Uh, and you can actually see those because there's a blurring effect in the background on one side that just ends as you go to the other side. Uh. Oh um, Thank so. you, Orson Welles. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Uh and but that is a very typical thing that Malcolm in the Middle would do with those like faces right in the foreground while mm-hmm. stuff is going on in the background. He was very much the older brother character from Malcolm in the Middle. Um yeah, there's just it's just the talking to the camera. I just I really enjoyed all the Malcolm in the Middle stuff uh, as a fan I'm of that really show. I'm really
2: curious if this was actually supposed to air at Halloween, though, because I think COVID probably did oh, that's set interesting. this back. A Hmm. little bit, but it could have just been whatever because they were just wanting to do like a a special, you
1: know, like a a holiday special. No, no, John, I I wonder if you're
0: right. Why not go Christmas? Well, you know,
2: yeah.
1: I, well, Halloween I, I, probably fits better though because they they got her in. The, they are
0: dressed the, up in their yeah. costumes. Well,
1: it, and also Malcolm in the Middle very specifically had a Halloween episode every year. Uh, oh, so that, that is another Malcolm in the Middle uh, nod as well. But
0: you could be right.
1: You could absolutely be right if this was intended to air. Over the fall of, do we remember? Did they ever say? Was it supposed to be fall of 2020? I don't know.
2: That's what I'm saying because filming got stopped on everything because of COVID. So assuming they were filming this like last spring Mm -hmm. and they could have very well have come out like, you know, this past fall. That's interesting.
1: I hadn't even thought about that. It's fascinating,
2: uh, but it I, would have, it would have ruined our sin about <laughs> Halloween totally episodes gonna, in February. <laughs>
1: uh, I am still loving this show. I don't know that I need to say it, but I just I'm absolutely yeah, all, no. all on board this show, having a great another time. good episode. Yep. Uh, we want to go into the sins video. Hey, uh, yeah. why don't you kick us off? Uh, what were some of your favorites?
0: Um, I really enjoyed the water balloon one. Um, I'm watching. I didn't write on this script or shadow on this script, so I kind of got to take the uh, take a break, but as a sins writer you never take a break when you watch things um <laughs> and i thought that was really odd so i really enjoyed like where do you keep your balloons is the better answer like who has water balloons just stored around the house uh, i was happy got, to see that we got that some one pushback
1: there. in the in the comments on that and what? no 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 because there are specific things there are specific balloons made to be water balloons i do remember those growing up now that they oh, mention okay. it but but yeah so it wasn't like it wasn't asking like where are the already filled balloons of water. It was asking, you know, where are your water balloons? Like you would ask, you know, where's your silly string or, you know, that kind of thing. So huh. yeah, it's interesting. interesting. Yeah.
0: Um I loved I love the scene. I mean, it's super cool that Tommy has uh, super speed, but he was only able to get two candy bars? Lame.
1: <laughs> it was good.
0: <laughs> That's really fun. Um the lead-in on this one was how no one leaves. Wanda won't even let us think about it, and the sin is, but Wanda will let you think about thinking about leaving. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Uh, which well, is that's really, just really, one really of those funny.
2: things. Like, and they this WandaVision isn't the only one guilty of this. I mean, it's just one of those things when you have people that have lost memory, and I don't know. It's just when they mm-hmm. there's you start breaking it down. Um,
0: well and then you know like that
2: we do it's just like mm -hmm. what yeah Uh,
0: there are spoiler reasons that that makes sense too that she would (laughs) see this line and things like that uh and then the other one that i wrote down was the energy inside has rewritten your cells at a molecular level twice it's changing this is when darcy is warning her Mm -hmm. and, and the sin is just like like mutating them <laughs> just say it marvel say it. just this dramatic delivery was really fun to listen to
2: yeah that was we had that and the, uh aaron wrote that and the the uh, thing about the fantastic four and I, you know we went back and forth about whether we should have both of those in there but i'm glad we kept them both then i think it worked so
1: yeah i think i think that what what we're doing with the narrator here in what we've kind of stumbled on is this idea of the the fan personing, fanboying, fangirling, uh, mm-hmm. of a content has become this thing where the show owes you something, you know? And so there's this idea that the narrator is like, you know, come on, Marvel, you know, quit teasing me. You owe this to me. And and so we've we've written several sins about this idea of, you know, the tease being not fair and tell us now and, you know, yeah, I think that's uh that's been that's been a fun thing to kind of discover. Uh, that was all for me. Jonathan, what about you?
2: Um, I like any hot diggity dog reference. I'm I'm down for. <laughs> um I think it's interesting too. Is just as someone with kids, like if you have kids, it, it's just, it's just funny to think about like the music and the, the, the things you've seen or heard the most mm-hmm. in your life, at least, in, you know, since you've had your child. And it's like, like, I know more about that song than I do like any like current pop singer, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> i've sung and heard that song so many times in yeah. my life you know? and what's
0: really funny about that one is that's the house of m one right right yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you talking about that one too aaron
1: yeah i actually what? have some stuff on that, that in so uh, keeping tabs but not okay. stuff that we're going to talk about here so go ahead and i remember and that say was what? one where
2: barrett was just cause i think barrett was the one that was on this one and he just just like nice
0: <laughs> yeah
1: but, um, then, but
0: then i don't i think people miss that we understand that house of m is a different reference like it. Like, of
1: course they do. Oh no, but we did that. But, but we did I it mean, on purpose, but yeah. then
0: people in the comments are like, yeah. You guys, House of M is this. So oh, it's we like, yeah. oh, it, no. it is
1: my new favorite troll. And I know we've done I, it for I, a I long know. time, but I love this idea of trying the best you can to make it obvious you're winking, obvious you know, and people still are like, still actually are like, no. um there's, it, there's there's another there's one, one in the next next video too that's like that.
2: I, and then I when wrote, you explain it, they're like, "Oh yeah, but they're just going to say that they did that on purpose. Right, right, right. <laughs> what
1: well, we did, I, I don't wrote, know what else yeah, to tell you. House of M came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I really thought that was House of Mouse. Come on, guys. I mean,
0: really? If we're if we're sitting House of Mouse based on a mom tattoo, that's a big stretch. <laughs> right. to, we are clearly anyway. Uh, but there's one that I, I I wrote on an upcoming script where uh, a character touches another person's body parts without permission. And I say that he's touching her sternum. Uh huh. Yes. And I'm just like, I am so excited to see the comments. Like, who didn't touch her sternum? Who touched her bulb? (laughs) Like, I can't wait so that I can be like, Yeah, I know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I just like I think I mentioned this last week. I just did. uh, I did a sin where I, I I called it Weezer's Africa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, instead of Toto.
1: It's but uh, gonna yeah, be no, that's, so fun. That's, that's fun. We're, we're so we, evil. We, like, we are assholes. Actually, <laughs> that's everybody's part right. of our
0: job, guys. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and, and it's becoming another running gag with this series too—that the narrator is m- misidentifying Easter eggs. There are a couple more coming up that are yeah. in the same line where it's like. Well,
0: we started at the very beginning when I was pointing out random posters yes. and things that are in between layers. It's like we started off by by going, we're looking at everything as if it's an Easter egg, and, right. and so to continue right. to do that is really. But exciting.
1: to be the narrator so confident that he knows these Easter <laughs> eggs, and it's just yeah. it's the best.
0: It's gone from being annoyed to being confident. Like yeah. now, I know.
1: <laughs> I'm totally getting this.
0: And like the last sin, like the sins that we do for this last one, because. Uh, You know, if we wanted to put all this together again, like one big long seasonal recap, I think it would just be really funny to have this arc between them of the confidence rising and then falling again or something. Like, (laughs) and by the end, it's like, it all means nothing. I knew it all along, or just this confusion, just going through the emotions that we experience. Anyway this is us this is us uh having ideas you're you're hearing us whiteboard right now <laughs> that's right that's right which is why you le- listened to the show
1: jonathan <laughs> did you have any others you wanted to mention
2: uh yeah a couple the the gross thumbnail was a good catch cuz oh. that was disgusting
0: oh that was uh. so once you pointed it out i was yeah, so disturbed yeah i can't see
2: anything else
0: i you can't it's like it's just a detached thumbnail yes. made of it's like pudding or something. It's because just this it's revolting. It is- I was just <laughs> focused
2: on him not being able to get the thing open. I didn't even notice the thumbnail because I thought that was hilarious because I've tried to open a lot of that kid shit. and it's awful. And yeah it's just like it's very possible that would happen if I was stranded. Uh. Uh, the extended driveways. I just thought that was a pretty good catch too. Those yep. were crazy
1: long.
0: They really were. I didn't see. I didn't notice that until mm-hmm.
1: it was. I didn't out. either. Yeah. Uh, until Aaron pointed it out. I just like I, in that sin calling it the history of sack bottoms because the word cul-de-sac literally means bottom of the sack. Uh, mm-hmm. So that
0: <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> so that, made me, that I didn't fun.
1: either until the script. Yeah, yeah.
0: The things you learn, the more you know.
1: Uh, toothpaste mm-hmm. sauce. Uh, I thought was funny, uh, and I know, I know, lots of people have lots of toothpaste sauce gather at the corners of their mouth when they're brushing you're their gross. teeth. But uh, you're doing it wrong. Uh, oh. To be fair, I'll take a fish over a toothbrush or those weird brown and orange wrapped candies. Oh my god, so much That's truth. A-
2: That's just like I still have like flashbacks to those fucking candies.
1: Uh, After pronouncing uh, it sward again in the convenient sward ponchos are convenient, (laughs) uh, saying it. Look, I know you want me to pronounce it differently, but you're not the boss of me now and you're not so big. Life is unfair. Uh, Just quoting the uh, Malcolm in the Middle theme song. Uh, I like the three for of stealing, vandalism and bullying. Mm, Yeah, Uh, Yeah, that worked out well. (laughs) It worked out really nice. Uh, that, that was, uh, what I had on this one and man, are we having fun with this? This is a blast. Uh, really excited to finish this out. We've, well, a couple of us, uh, Jonathan has not seen episode eight yet, but, uh, Denae and know. I managed to watch it this morning before, uh, taping. So one episode left for us, Danae, and, uh, we'll kind of see where well, all this I was, is headed. I
2: was working on a script that Danae and I are doing together. And she was not. <laughs> Whoa, I'm getting called I'm out kidding. there. No, my, my, I just No, you're it was not fine. kidding.
0: No, no, that is actually oh, no. exactly <laughs> what happened. I, I am
2: kidding about the, I like, I'm joking
1: in general. Like, I do not care. You're, uh,
0: you're giving, you, it's okay. I can take it.
1: We've got one episode left, uh, but now with the sinning, Uh, here on the show, we have three episodes left. We've got seven, eight, and nine uh, still to talk about on BTS. So it'll be fun. Uh, Let's move on to The Simpsons. Marge versus the monorail. This was another Dicer Watkins script. Uh, This is possibly... The most favorite episode of The Simpsons of all time for a lot of people.
2: Oh, oh really? Um, I, yeah, really? I mean, I really like it. I didn't, I didn't know that. I don't, it's not my favorite. But, it, is uh, a, it is certainly amongst really the good.
1: highest ranked, and many people gotcha. will quote it as their favorite of all time. Um, I, I did notice it had a very
2: high rank like rating on
1: imdb and lots of great quotes in this one so Uh many so that we couldn't even really touch on them all i don't even think we mentioned uh like i don't i call the big one bitey i don't even think that made it into the you know the the script anywhere like there's just there's a lot of great stuff in this episode
0: see that's interesting because i was doing some research and it said that uh this episode was initially not received very well by many of the fans of the show it was particularly absurd uh Let's see, it was the show taking a more joke-based cartoon approach to comedy rather than the more realistic situational style of comedy that it had employed in the first few seasons. Mm -hmm. So uh, in 95, during the production of the seventh season, Yardley Smith Smith said uh, of this episode, it was, quote, truly one of our worst. We all agreed. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's hilarious that's so well beloved it's, now
2: you know it's interesting when you say that I, I wonder if this was kind of almost a turning point for the show to where it did kind of get into more of this mm-hmm. goofy just yeah throw everything at the wall see what sticks kind of you know uh this was, idea maybe this, it was
1: this was also very much a conan o'brien episode he was the primary yeah. writer on yeah. this one and uh the primary force in, in bringing it in and i think you can see his random wackiness all over this thing <laughs> the um, hum- I always remember the Homer hits a chestnut
2: tree. I mean, that's the <laughs> so good. That's the that's the thing that always sticks out with me. I think Aaron actually gave the scent off for that, but yeah. uh but I that is something that I have all has always stuck with me cuz I was like I couldn't remember what episode this was and then when that happened I was like, "Oh yeah."
0: Yeah. See, I have never seen it. So, I was like I don't have a reference yeah. but I didn't watch all the Simpsons like right. many people have and Phil so. Hartman
2: was always great you know whenever they used him and I, I think they used him more than once right this wasn't the only time they used him I don't know maybe he's just been uh, under animated stuff
1: oh no Phil's Phil's all over the Simpsons okay. he, okay, uh, okay. he okay, did several characters Um, he. I'm trying to think of uh, Troy McClure, you may know me from oh, such dirt. films as Oh yeah, like, my God, yeah.
2: yeah, of course. It's just been so long since I've sat down and watched the Simpsons. That's actually been something I've thought about doing because it's on Disney Plus, but mm-hmm. I just I, I haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, but uh, this wasn't. I mean, I'm, I don't remember exactly when he passed away. I know it was it was close to when news it was it was right before the it was right before they shot the final
1: season of News Radio. Yeah, I think so because uh, they had to bring John Lovitz in. Whatever, I guess late nineties, but man, there's an uh, underrated TV show. Man, I we don't hear near enough about News Radio. No, I, that show is I, great. I think I've said that's my all-time favorite sitcom before yeah. on this show. Yeah.
0: So, so um, I when I was also looking it up, there was there's like there was that most of it was about how well beloved this episode is, and like just different people quoting, you mm-hmm. know, that it's by far one of the best and most loved, and has the most uh, throwaway lines per minute ratio, mm-hmm. and just yeah. all these different things, like you were saying. Um, and then someone, and then I said, it, let's see, uh, second place finisher in a reader poll to decide on the best episode of any television sitcom in 2012. And it lost to community episode remedial <laughs> chaos theory. So it was interesting. It was that episode and then Marge versus the monorail in 2012 Wow, on this. And so, so I really thought it was interesting because I feel like sometimes this happens in real life too. You write something, you do something, you create something. You're like, this is so poor, and even maybe the audience doesn't react to it. But then later, it has this resurgence of I excitement.
2: Just, I just it, don't understand how the cast and creators would would say that was their worst episode, though. Because I mean, isn't I mean, that weird? If you try to watch some of those first season episodes, I mean, they are rough <laughs> <laughs> because the show didn't know where, it you know, the show didn't find its footing. Right? right. I mean, it was more concentrated on Bart. Mm-hmm. less concentrated on Homer. It was trying to be more like something like the Flintstones where it was a more mm-hmm. straight up sitcom. Um, and, and then it once it started playing with its concept and its format, like it did in this episode, it just, it became such a huge thing, yeah. right? It became so much better, but it's, whatever. It's
0: strange to think I mean, there's so much content that this show has put out. There's so much. They just, I can't oh, even yeah. imagine.
2: Yeah, like, I don't even know how I would – I mean, I think I've only seen about eight or nine seasons worth, and I don't think I've even seen every episode in those seasons. But
1: Isn't uh, it crazy to think you've seen nine seasons of a show, and it's only a third of the yeah, show? No, yeah, it's no. I, it's you're less wild. Less than that. It's,
0: it's, it's absolutely wild And you've to seen me.
1: every episode. I have. I have seen every episode of The Simpsons. Continue to this day to in- watch it every week.
0: Insane. Yeah. In. Sane. And
1: occasionally, it's still really good. There was an episode just a I'm few sure. episodes back. I'm I was sure. like, "This is really." Occasionally, good. Occasionally,
0: it's still <laughs> it's still super.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, I finally I have not really watched Saturday Night Live this season. I just I don't know what it was about it, but it's, something's not clicking with me. I had watched Saturday Night Live religiously for like the last fifteen years, and yeah. just this I, last like season and a half, I've just been like, I just I,
1: I don't know that I can do this anymore. More <laughs> SNL talk coming later in the show. Nice.
0: Uh, Conan O'Brien conceived of this idea when he saw a billboard in Los Angeles that had one word on it, monorail <laughs> <laughs> and that's all you need to know
1: <laughs> That's all you need to know uh Danae, what about the sins? What were some of your uh the sins you pulled out of this one?
0: Um, where did I write it? no, i don't I guess I didn't write those down okay. um, I liked them all. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them.
1: Could, couldn't pick one. Just couldn't just pick one. Uh, this uh, script's so great, guys. I just couldn't even pull out some yeah, of my Aaron favorites. Was, Aaron was off
2: mic for a second eating Rolos.
0: <laughs> um, I, I, I think that if I was to be shadowing this one, I may have tried to reject the title of my sex tape one, but uh, that was one that stood out to me.
1: <laughs> something about the ooze well, or something? There was a question mark. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He wasn't sure. Okay.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah. That is, that
1: is the whole thing with this narrator. He doesn't understand sex, really. Like, that's Is that it? Yeah. It's like all the title of my sex tapes, if you'll go back and look at them, all of them have been like horrible ideas of what like a good sex tape title would be. Just so, terrible. Just terrible.
0: I don't know about that. There was one that really slew me. Slayed me? I was slewn. Uh. <laughs> not understanding sarcasm, uh, also known as Twitter. I enjoyed. Oh, oh, oh. And the one where, okay. Um, it's about Lyle and it's, the sin is basically like, uh, how does Lyle have all this money? Kind of goes in this whole mm-hmm. thing, but then just after it's like. Also, why is there a piano on the stage? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just love the swing from uh-huh. a deep a deep hit sin to just something silly like. Yeah, that. It
2: was how does he know that they have all this money? It was yeah, because uh, yeah. they just like it was just you know that that would not have made like national news that like somebody mm-hmm. paid a bond right or paid bail to yeah. get, somehow you know,
0: he knew somehow uh, and he's some kind of a swindler. Obviously, he's done this before, but then like. Yeah. It just swings over to this. But also, why is there a piano on the stage? OK, those are the ones I wrote down. Uh,
1: I I wanted to mention this is maybe the most uh, political uh, joke I've ever done in a script. But the the scene, the basically the screen has the justice symbol and it says, you know, um, injustice for all, you know, mm-hmm. and the sin was at this point. Let's just go with some. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I just like, you know what? It's true. And let's just put it in there. And so, yeah, I was I was happy to get that one in there. Uh, mistaking Doctor Who for Battlestar Galactica after another confuses Star Trek with uh, Star Wars. Uh, yeah, hell, that, that was, was great. Uh, so then mono means one and rail means rail. So it's just another word for monogamy then. <laughs> 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 funny uh let's see uh simpsons gives us the charlie brown origin story without having the decency to do a cutaway parody and family guy the joke right into our face and yes this is a sin on family guy in a simpsons episode you knew who we were when you clicked uh i like that one as nice. well what about you jonathan um i almost said you're
2: simply toothpaste and wrong but i was looking at the wrong thing <laughs> that's um, right yeah <laughs> i had just a few that you guys haven't mentioned who, whose name is not grogu grogson (laughs) grogerson was great uh i figured aaron would bring that back soon and he did absolutely uh i already thought of that and decided i didn't care the narrator realizing that he might not be right but he just didn't give a crap and then i just love aaron saying he's seen friday the 13th part 8 jason takes manhattan twice yes yes that's very funny it is it is very funny that's one of the movies I always, I always, I was glad I got to. I always joke about that one because I'm always like, I've only seen like, you know, the Lord of the Rings movies once, but I've seen Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight like 30 times. <laughs> 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 so
1: you know, whatever uh, that says about somebody. Yeah, we've all got our things. We've all got our stuff. Let's move on to music video sins. Joe Jiao, jo, uh, jo Joe Jiao, Joe Jow. Jiao Wow, Joe Jiao jo jo. jo jo Siwo uh jojo siwa with kid in a candy store jojo uh, I take
0: you to the candy shop what That's did Bear have mom.
1: to say about this because i i noticed something interesting about this and i wondered if he was going to address it but go ahead and, and let us know what Bear had to say
0: he said the jojo siwa video actually he just said the jojo video is fun because her videos are fun she's a unicorn someone who has a lot of confidence at a young age and seems to pretty much be beloved across the board any haters can kiss my ass the song is fun. It's shouty and not her best, but she was a tween when this came out. So I understand just having fun. A bit of real ass BTS, though. Our video has the comments turned off. Not by us, but by YouTube themselves. <gasps> the shade. <laughs> that was me reacting. That wasn't something he wrote. Uh, it's hard to tell since I'm talking. Also, mm-hmm. narration. Yeah. Ding. Okay. Okay um actually it's not narration is it it's reading ding yes yeah every every week y'all ding me every week uh he continues by saying it was apparently due to having minors in the video which is ostensibly a blanket policy that they've enacted fairly recently youtube's mandates are sometimes suspect but i'm perfectly fine with this decision even though jojo is older now she's still a teen and this was, uh, I think she was around 13 or 14 uh, when she did this. So I'm good with it. Having said that, the gum in this video bothered me. <laughs> Why is there <laughs> so much gum? Who mixes gum with ice cream? That's the end of his thoughts on that.
1: I, I agree I do with think, him. I do think it's important uh, to mention that, yeah, that YouTube is specifically has a policy about minors in videos. It has nothing to do with the things we said about her. has nothing to do with anything we did. It's just... No. These are minors in a video. We're turning the comments off. And I,
0: I do. I think that's kind
1: of a cool I policy. I think that's
0: great. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really like that a lot.
1: Yep. I do too. Um,
2: I agree with him on JoJo though, which I've I've listened to a lot of JoJo because my daughter has been a fan in the past. And, um, and there is something, it's not for me, 100% it's not for me, but there is something kind of infectious about her nature. And yeah. I love sending her videos. Not because I like bashing on her, just because... I don't know. They put me in a good mood and it's just,
1: it's kind of a, it's kind of an enjoyable sending process, I guess. Yeah. I listened to this song and it is so much fun. Like it is just a really fun, you know, teeny bopper pop song. It's just, it's a blast. So yeah, I have no problem with it either. So yeah, Yeah,
0: I think if we get into the realm of, um, you know, artists that are, that are uh, artists that Iris will enjoy, I would be okay with Jojo being Mm -hmm. one of them. Um, Because she is, she's infectious and I I love watching her interviews too, because she's thoughtful and she's aware that she's grown up in the limelight. And I just, I'm really curious about her. And there's some others that I'm also curious about as well as they grow up. I wonder if we'll get more like documentary style conversations. Um, I remember the first time I watched Dance Moms, for example, when it was Mm -hmm. on whatever channel it was on. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was watching these kids and the parents and I had the thought, fast forward 20 years, I want to see what these kids are like. I want to mm-hmm. see what they have to say about their experience. So it's interesting to kind of now see them getting into their 20s where that's that breaking point where you're really moving away from family and definition of like who you are in your family environment. And you're kind of able to be more independently yourself and mm-hmm. have the confidence yeah. to do so. And obviously a lot of those younger um, dancers who also have careers now, like, like Jojo herself, uh, they're going to continue to use their platform to make a career and they should, Uh, but I am curious as they continue to age, if there's going to be conversation about what it's like to have your youth be a reality TV show on top of a competition for dancing. Um, and I just, this is my, this is my, you know, quick evaluation is that, you know, Jojo and Jojo's situation, I wonder if like her parents kind of got her out of some of the more toxic dancing situations to kind of develop her own thing that she wanted to do or that her parents were comfortable with her doing and they took more control of her environment because she just seems Maybe. genuinely enjoying her life and you can kind of see it in what she uh, she's putting yeah. out there. and I hope it's genuine. I really do. I hope it's not something that she feels she has to fake. Um, but she's just recently come out as gay Mm -hmm. and, um, I've, I watched her interview with, um, uh, late night show. What's his name? Well,
1: it's probably, it's probably Jimmy,
0: Jimmy Fallon. Uh, and it was just real brief. It wasn't anything uh, major, but she just genuinely seemed to be fully happy to be herself. Again, she just consistently shows that she's present and aware and I love to see that. I really do love to see that. No,
2: I agree. You don't know how much of it's like a character she's putting on, or if, but hopefully she's just that's who she is, or you know, I, I really some, hope that's some true. form of that. And uh, she's 17 now, so she's it's going to be interesting to see the next few years what she evolves into, I guess, because she's getting to that point where she's going to have to make probably some decisions, kind of like Miley did, and you know, mm-hmm. and what she wants to do with her music. And uh, it's, I don't know, can she have that type of, can she do like a Miley Cyrus thing and have like a successful adult career as well? To, I think she can um, if she yeah. wants to. She might not want to, you know. Yeah. She does that YouTube video too. She does that YouTube channel where I think she has something every day, I yeah. think, or something crazy like that. Like she works her ass off.
0: She really does. And that's the thing too, is like yeah. her her youth is a job. Like she's had a job for a yep. long time. Yeah. And I, I don't know but there's this element of her that just exudes youthful energy and just unabashed excitement and joy. And that's something that I hope is so genuine for her because that's a special thing that you get when you're a kid. I hope not everyone has that. And I recognize that, but like, that's something that you want. You want to have some memories of just unabashed freedom and carefreeness and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's something that she's like promoting in her pop songs and stuff. So she's just kind of creating that environment and I really do enjoy that. Um, so anyways, I think I've talked about that before. So i sorry if that all sounds familiar, no. but I just think it's fascinating. The idea of ch- child actors and, and child, uh, per- personalities and social media stars and mm-hmm. children on TikTok well, and things like this, where parents are able to create income streams. And I think about Iris or like, or for you, Jonathan, like you have a child that's a, that's a competitor and mm-hmm. could turn on a camera and potentially have an audience. And so it's just, it's wild to think about she that She wants us
2: to do that. And I'm like, ah, may, I don't know right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's fraught with all sorts of conversations.
1: It does. Uh, for sure. Um,
2: but uh, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I think JoJo gets lumped in, unfortunately, with, with a slew of reality type people that maybe aren't as genuine uh, just because people just assume something without watching her. I think if you watch her for 10 minutes, you're going to be like, you know. She's completely different
0: than most, but yeah, she's really she's very consistent in what she releases. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it just seems it seems like she's got support from her parents somehow uh, to just have the confidence to do what she's doing. So
1: seems like it. Yeah, for sure. Especially with her mom. Yeah, it's an interesting story that continues to repeat itself with differing results. You know, Uh, both Brittany and Christina were on the, you know, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. You know, what I mean, like, Mm -hmm. you know, this uh,
2: Ryan Gosling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I was thinking of uh, Katy Perry also started when she was young. And I remember in Christian radio getting Katie Hudson's. You know, CD. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that she was uh, uh, sent some singles out to yeah. Christian. Jennifer Station. Love
2: Hewitt. I mean, Alanis said on her latest album, she's got a song where she. There's a lyric in there. It's something like, you know, I've been, you know, I've been working since I was, you know, like mm-hmm. eleven or whatever it was. I can't remember what the exact line is, but she refers
1: to that. That like, you know, just having that, having that type of career yeah, I, where you started I'm, so young. I'm honestly not sure how I feel about it in many ways. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I just, I wonder if. I don't know what you can do. I don't know that you can keep children from performing. We need child performers, and I, I need is a weird word. But like, if you're going to tell stories with children in them, you need yeah, actors yeah, who are children, or absolutely. So it's at- it's one of those things where it's just like it's not like you can outlaw working in the entertainment industry under a certain age, but at some point, like navigating that is so well, tricky.
0: You, I mean, you guys have seen that Demi Lovato is coming out, right? With her documentary, that's very clearly going to go into some dark stuff, and she's been a child actor. She was in like stuff really early on as well. Well, Billie
1: Eilish's documentary came out this weekend. I'm sorry, I
2: I forgot the actor's name, but um, the one that's recently come out about her issues. Well, of course, this is when she was in, or she was a little older, but the stuff with Marilyn Manson. But she's Mm. uh, she was in that kids documentary that Alex Winter did. Oh my god, what's her name?
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, it's it's all kind of just part of the same thing, which is that. I think what I what I want to say is because we see Jojo on YouTube so consistently, um, I I feel like she's doing well, like we're seeing it. But to work that hard all the time, I just I hope she has a I'm, yeah. ho- I hope she's genuinely yeah. having a good time. Evan, and Evan I hope Rachel Wood,
2: by the way. Sorry. Yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah. And I just I hope she doesn't have a jumping off point like we see with others who ha- go to dark places to find control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let's get into uh, the specific sins. I'll start us off. Oh, no. These poor kids are actually starting to worship Jojo. Uh, <laughs> Children ship is just a term you use on the Internet. Uh, I thought that was funny. But mm. I have a question. Uh-huh. Is ship mean worship? I thought it meant relationship. I thought when you shipped someone, you wanted a relationship. I, well, within. I know
2: they they do use. I don't know. I mean, I didn't write that sentence. I just use never that, thought
1: of it in the context yeah. of worshiping someone. They I do guess use it that be.
2: term in like TV shows and right. stuff. Like when they're like when people want characters to hook up,
4: they'll right. be like they're, they're shipping trying- them.
1: Yeah, they're shipping them. So, yeah. yeah. I always thought it meant relationship. Maybe it means both. It's, uh, anyways, I just I found that interesting. Uh, you mentioned the why are there gumballs uh, on ice cream toppings. Who wants gum with their ice cream? And I don't necessarily want gum with my ice cream, but I did want to take this opportunity to say I love this sin. Because when I go to these new ice cream places, I am revolted by all the stuff people Put on these I, like it has come to the point where you have a couple scoops of ice cream and then it's like all this whipped cream and then a full-size candy bar and then like sprinkle and it's just like when did it turn into you know more confectionery than actual ice cream like when I did mean, that I, when did that happen
2: i think it's been like that since we were kids i mean i remember like gummy bears and sprinkles and stuff like
1: that like we're oh, always the, the Fro-Yo shop maybe like where you could kind of like you know mix everything in in the topping maybe. stuff but yeah, I, anyhow, I just I get I get I just walk into ice cream places and I'm like, "Can I just have like, you know, a scoop of vanilla ice cream?" Like <laughs> it's- Yeah, it's have- like just it's like just getting going to Starbucks and just getting coffee. Right. <laughs> yes, right. exactly.
0: Yeah. Do you have just Once again, ice cream all- here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, if we're but learning I, anything,
2: we are but you ancient. You don't have to get toppings. No one's making you get toppings. You You're can just correct. get
1: vanilla ice cream. I just feel so boring uh really what about flying cars a functional and practical version of google glass a new adele album uh i loved that a lot as somebody who has a google glass in his home still uh so yeah does it work Mm, it does it does work if
0: you if you charge it i didn't know you could actually
1: buy it uh i was in the pilot program he um,
0: flew out to California. Yeah, they oh flew. Me,
1: they, yeah, they flew me out to L.A. to like try it I on. Don't wanna, and I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> he had, he flew out to California. He had a private <laughs> meeting at Google with a consultant where they fit him for his Google. You Glass. on the
1: Google campus? Yes. Yeah, the L.A. campus. Oh.
0: We were actually just looking at old videos of Aaron and I when we when we were in the radio uh, radio days, where he put the Google Glass on and was recording videos while we walked through crowds of people and all this different stuff, and you know at concerts and they're coming up and talking to us about the show and they're like, "We love your show. We're such big fans." Whoa, is that Google Glass? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so how how did that never become a thing? Was it just price oh, point, think, or was as it somebody just, who had one? I can tell you exactly why it never became just a thing. too many issues. No, it is too conspicuous. It is basically what I used to say at the time was you become immediately Bluetooth guy, but even more obvious. Like you when know, when you the, said
0: conspicuous, you mean like oh no no inconspicuous is when it's hidden. It was yeah. really obvious. Yeah, okay, okay, and okay. so
1: it's one of those things where it's very obvious. It's all people want to talk about is is just how obvious <laughs> it is and what it is and and that kind of thing. It's you know, and it's it's this thing like. The guy in the elevator who has the big Bluetooth at the time with the microphone or whatever, he's always just got it in his ear and you never know if he's on a phone call or, you know, it's just that annoying human thing of why do you have a camera on your face at all times? And like, (laughs) I can tell that's something weird computers on your head like so it's just it's so once it is built into actual frames it, it is, won't be an issue because you won't, won't see it it won't be an issue because people Whoa. it won't be something that people are you know and just why, constantly wondering and about and i would do that why wouldn't i do that i'm already wearing glasses right, right. Oh, so if it's just and that's, something that's the other part of it that i learned having one is Man, I love the functionality of it. Like the idea of hands-free technology, the idea of somebody, you know, messages me, I can see that message without having to pull out my phone. It just pops up on my screen in my eye. Like that stuff is really cool. And um, I I think there will be a place for it when it can be less conspicuous and not something that's just people look at as annoying and weird.
0: Yeah. Like 98% of the videos of him wearing google glass is explaining google glass <laughs> <to> <laughs> including
1: <people. laughs> when i was at the critics choice awards in seth rogan was like is that google glass <laughs> like yeah, yeah yeah you're like and then i he want fa- you
0: to see me seth talk to me and i'm the, a real person and then, i'm then not just followed, google glass guy and
1: then he followed it followed it up by flipping off the google glass and, and saying f you google <laughs> so, yeah. oh my god that's funny <laughs> yeah
0: anyway back to the show <laughs> <laughs> thanks google glass
1: uh today what did you have from this one
0: um i i loved how he got to point out how much he appreciates the capitalization of the song title but then goes on to point in out that there are other words that shouldn't be capitalized <laughs> that's right uh, it's never so good enough really for Barrett. never good enough nope uh the wandavision sin was exciting to to see that she's going to be cast mm-hmm. as the mcu which i'm all for that i mm-hmm. think if there's a superhero in the mcu whose powers are just Eternal happiness. <laughs> She'd be great. Just farting out unicorns and rainbows all the time. Ouch. Sorry. I mean, if they're ethereal, though, like it won't hurt. It's just, not like literal. The thought of it's farting not, out
1: a unicorn no, no, no. just really pained me. I <laughs> okay, just hold it, hold it. It.
0: In my imagination, they were like poofs of air. Okay. All very like they don't spiritual form weapon until style. After they come out or, of like, your s- anus. Very spiritual like guardians, the... Dungeons and Dragons, 5e style. Do you, remember
2: the, do you remember the little like. Tablets that like you put them in water, yeah, <laughs> and they turned into like a
1: foam yeah. dinosaur, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but <laughs> I didn't some say some sort like, of unicorn suppository is what we're
0: talking about, yeah, okay. yeah. I that didn't was the say like,
2: technology at one point, I
0: didn't say birthing them, I was, <laughs> that's anyway. right, that's right. Uh, that was the coolest
2: thing the nurse would give us to them at school,
0: it, they were awesome, yeah. Um, the mystery of what they would turn into yeah. in warm water was fascinating. Uh, the large gummy bear sin I found to be really, really fun. Oh, and then the final sin mean. of the adult supervision was great.
2: I just liked having Barrett. I don't know why. It just struck me as really funny after I wrote it. I was thinking about Barrett seeing Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween, like the whole thing, like two or three times. Yeah. And it ended up being as funny as I thought it was going to so, be. So, Jonathan, <laughs> you wrote on
1: this one. I did. And I you did, do write occasionally write on, on, on MVS. You should let me know when you've written on the MVS, so we can kind of okay. put it put it in the notes. Just because it's not something that's like necessarily in uh, in our line of sight. I just know you guys no. cooperate on some of them. So we yeah. do. We do when it when it works out,
2: and uh, yeah. So it's about Like every every third one or so, I typically I'm on. at cool. Of some level, I actually wrote this a few weeks ago. This was one that was going to come out a few weeks ago, and. Uh, some other things became available that were more pertinent. So we pushed this back because it was a little more, you know, all of whatever you call that. Evergreen. Evergreen.
1: Yeah. 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 All right. Let's move on to CinemaSins. Donnie Darko. This was a Scott Share script, Jeremy and Barrett writing on this one. Um, It has been a while since I've seen this movie. Me too. Me three. But I (laughs) read... And when you say a while, Denae, do you mean an eternity? <laughs> do you mean you've never you mean seen this been movie? it's been bleep years because that's how old you are. <laughs> uh, I remember thinking – I remember really liking this but needing to watch it again, and I never got around to watching it again. And I think after watching the video, uh, I, I think a revisit would, would even move this one up higher for me. I, I think yeah. there's a lot of really cool intellectual – metaphorical stuff going on here that that really kind of tweaks my uh, movie loving yeah. so
2: i think i think i've seen it a few times because i feel like i know i saw it like when it came out and then i feel like i was at a couple people's houses where because a lot of people were watching it around that yeah. time like my age um because it was just kind of one of those movies that was you know blowing people's minds and so it'd be like oh i gotta show this to you and gotta show this. so i know i saw it a few times around when it came out i i really liked it but for whatever reason i've just never watched it since then mm-hmm. so i probably haven't seen it since around when it came out um, yeah 2002 yeah. whatever that was so it's probably been almost you know
1: 20 years yeah since i've seen it uh danae what are your thoughts on donnie darko
0: um well i can tell you what Jeremy had to say about no, let's it do that he says, I love this movie. I forgot how many times it made me laugh. Uh, this time we send the director's cut, which I had never seen. And this version definitely explains the movie better, but also feels a little long. I'm always going to be troubled by the motivational speaker, ultimately not getting busted for his kitty porn ring. I'm sorry, what?
1: Yeah. <sighs>
0: sorry. Okay. <clears throat> and I That wrestled...
1: was Patrick Swayze, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Don't talk about him negatively.
1: Was a character, Danae. He's he's what's known as an actor. I mean, he's into <laughs> dirty dancing. Okay, I'm let me saying.
0: let me let me just do like a little bloop 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 into Danae's imagination just real quickly. So, I saw a dance the the dancing dirty movie. <laughs> the one uh, I just
1: said. I believe that was the title, dancing. the dancing dirty movie. Uh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: At a sleepover. Where all of the girls said, "My parents won't let me watch this. My parents won't let me watch this." So I lied and I was like, "My parents won't let me watch it either. I'd never heard of it." And so
1: <laughs> you just wanted to put be it in. in the cool kids that weren't allowed to watch stuff. I was just I was just going with the flow. Yeah.
0: Um. And uh, watched the movie. I don't remember why it was so dirty. I don't remember it's really not. much about it.
2: It's but- actually kind of dark. Uh, it gets into like abortion. And, Correct. Uh, right. Uh, there's but some, when you're a kid,
0: yeah. you don't...
2: No, absolutely not. I discovered there, all that as an adult.
0: Right, right. It's just there's dancing and there's two people that like each yeah. other that maybe shouldn't. I don't know.
2: A guy that likes to leave his shirt unbuttoned perfectly. But yeah.
0: all of the girls from that moment on had a Patrick Swayze crush. Mm-hmm. And so it became a thing where it's like you don't talk about him negatively. And they were like, <laughs> they're like standing Patrick Swayze. Now, I didn't think he was that hot or that interesting so I just went along with it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we like that guy. <laughs> so anyways.
2: But you here, and Justin do the dance all the time where he you jump up and he catches uh-huh. you and yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. That's actually why I had to have a haircut, uh, an emergency <laughs> haircut, because I got caught in the fan that mm-hmm. one time and yeah. my hair got wrapped yeah. around one of the blades I and that. it was Yeah. 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 You, that was actually why I had the pixie cut, yeah. guys.
1: You used to do uh was it Wednesdays? Dirty Dancing Wednesdays at the youth mm-hmm. house. I remember those. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, And then eventually you incorporated Havana nights into your dirty
2: dancing routine, which is you cool. You know
0: about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, anyway, whenever I said that, that was a flashback to my youth. Um, bloop, 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 back into what we're actually supposed to be talking about. Uh, I wrestle with Donnie's choice at the end because of this. I do not believe he's making a sacrificial move to save his girlfriend, but there are unintended consequences there. Some pretty terrible therapy here as well. Hypnotism definitely is used but most movies like this one make it seem like magic. And this therapist lets Donnie get his pants all the way undone and shove Mm. his hand down there before she snaps him out of it. What the fuck is this movie? (laughs) Uh, He says, then she goes and tells his parents everything he says in therapy. I hate her. My favorite sin that I wrote was the happy Gilmore reference with a rabbit on the golf green. My favorite sin I did not write was this one quote, for two years, I thought it was normal for a 10-year-old to wet the bed, unquote. <laughs> wait, and then the sin is, wait, how long has this kid been 10 yeah, years
2: old? Yeah, that was old? funny. <laughs> so so that went down.
4: Well
0: played. Uh, um, Barrett says, I rewatched Donnie Darko before we invent- interviewed Richard Kelly, and I remarked to Chris and Jeremy how I legit thought it was a great film. So I knew slash remember that going into the sins process, uh, sorry, remembered that, going into the sins process, And that allowed me to get kind of silly. I also finally read a little bit about the dimensional ramifications of Donnie's actions and paid a lot more attention to the shots of the book pages. And it made total sense to me. Did Donnie have to sacrifice himself? I don't think so, but that's what's fun about the story. There's still a little room for debate. My favorite sin was acknowledging that it did make a certain amount of sense and turning that into an excuse the Darko kids used to fix the house after the party they had. Anyway, great movie, fun writing process, silly sins, killer rabbit, what's not to love, Also, those freaking kids in that JoJo video need to get
4: some perspective.
0: (laughs) They're at at candy slash ice cream shop, and they look bored as hell before JoJo walks in. The hell is that? They had milkshakes right in front of them, and they're making it look... Oh, and they're looking like someone ran over their puppies and fuck (laughs) Lace. Such an ass. (laughs) He didn't even
1: write on Lace. (laughs) Nope. But he is absolutely trolling us. Yeah, he for certain is.
0: Expert level.
1: Uh, let's go into the sins. Jonathan, why don't you kick us off? What were some of your favorites?
2: Um, it was a darko and stormy night. I thought of course. Was really a good of course. Start. Uh- Throwing your vote away was funny, but also because I, I remember, like, nothing about the story of this. I knew there was time travel and stuff like that. I knew there was a creepy bunny, but I don't remember a lot of the specifics about the movie. But I really remembered that Dukakis line. I have no idea why <laughs> I remember that Dukakis line. But, I, like, it was like, I was, it was like 18 years ago, and I was watching it again. It it's was amazing. crazy. Uh, get Better Lamps. I really liked. I thought it was funny. There was a discount Dave Ramsey. I just thought that was interesting that we've had a couple of Dave Ramsey sends, yeah. different different channels, and all kinds of stuff. Um, now he has. I just love Jeremy saying now he has a gun. Ho ho ho! I thought <laughs> that was great. And and then I will say mentioning the stuffed animal car in Nashville was very funny. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Even though people Na- live here, it makes no sense. Nashville <laughs> residents
1: will get this. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Uh, I loved the outtakes on this pack. Like, you know, we don't often talk about outtakes when we're talking about like our favorite sins and stuff, but this was just a really great outtake package. A lot of really fun stuff, uh, in this one. I also loved the, uh, the advertisement in this one, uh, was really fun. The, the cutaway where Jeremy's like content and then he's like, sorry, Marty. And it shows Marty. And then he goes films or whatever. Just like, it was just a really fun, uh, uh advertisement uh going on in this one. Uh, so I enjoyed that too. I wanted to mention those things. Um he's watching T V but he turned on two lamps directly over his shoulders. Does he <laughs> like glare? Because this is how you get glare. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um the let's see, breaking and entering who enforces the laws with time traveling rabbits. Is it Jean Claude Van Dam? I hope it's Jean Claude Van Dam. Um very nice. Uh and then of course not silly you don't elect queens. Um I thought that was <laughs> Very well select them that light thing is interesting because it's like one of those
2: things i just never would have i never thought about when we were having our house built and we have a ceiling fan light in the living room that we can never turn on if we're watching tv because it's directly in line with the tv on the right fire over the fireplace yeah. so if you're putting a tv over the fireplace you can't really have a ceiling lamp light right you know like, like mm-hmm. you do in a normal living room yep um because all you see is the you see the light reflection, yep. you know, it's kind of irritating. We have other lights we can turn on. So yeah. it's not like we're in the dark, but oh, yes. it's just one oh, yes. of those
1: things. Like why should I have thought about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh Danae, this was a little creepy. Did you end up watching this one? Like what what do you what did you take away from this?
0: Uh I did not watch it. Uh I've had many friends with Donnie Darko posters and various mm-hmm. things in their environments and I've always been like, that's a big nope for me. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> That's a big note for me. I don't want that in my imagination. And I, after reading about child rings and people putting hands down pants and fucked up therapy, I am assured it's terrible. No, that's that all is, I need.
2: That is a minor part of it. I, I, I honestly, I think the time travel aspect of this and just the uh, what the fuck uh, avenues the story goes to, I feel like
1: you would find interesting. Really? I could be wrong. Yeah, kind of with Jonathan on this one. Yeah, I, th- I think you might enjoy it. Um, okay, but uh, I do not know that you would enjoy Euphoria, which
2: I know one of our listeners, <laughs> one of our is our listeners, really trying getting... to get you to watch. And I know. I, um, I, I maybe I don't know. I maybe there maybe are I'm parts wrong. of
1: Euphoria you would enjoy, but you would have to go into it knowing how triggered you were going to be about the terrible well, stuff that's happening in it. Like Just it's when yeah. not. It's, it's talk not about high school and it, stuff. Yeah, oh, God, right. God, like nice. the, it would be that stuff. It's not triggering in like oh I can't believe I saw that. At least I. Don't think there's a lot of that. It's mostly the emotions you will have to feel if you watch it. But so, it's great. It is great.
0: We've talked about this before. Um, I do think that there's probably some element of me that needs to, at some point in time, uh, do the, the the thing of just facing the shit that I don't want to think about, right? Yeah. Like, And, you know, it's coming out in, in various uh, outlets that I'm watching, and I'm like, okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, however... I also just like moving on. Um, And so it's unexpected emotion when I go back and watch stuff that is fully immersed in trauma. And for me, trauma was high school. And thank God that's all the like I. okay, I have some serious other trauma in my life. That's true. But one of the big ones for me is certainly just. Yeah. The dynamics of high school, the dramas, the all that shit—it's just—it's incredibly triggering for me. No, so I, 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 I don't totally know that I would it. enjoy that. But this is different, right? Donnie Darko is different. Yeah, is what you're well, saying, I
2: just think you would get a lot. You would enjoy the the mind fuck shit. Like I think you oh. would enjoy that part of it, like the science fiction stuff. I think you would get something out of. Okay. Because it's really cool. It's a really cool version of a time travel story.
0: Here's what I'll say: Is that I a spoiler say- to
2: say that? I, I don't know. know if it is. I think at we're at fine. this
0: point, at this point, what I would say is if we're gonna make a list of movies that Danae would watch with Dicer and Jonathan, her friends, maybe for like CinemaSins watch along, you know, stuff, and you wanted to put I would I trust you guys. You guys know me well enough at this point that if both you were like this is one that you could watch, I would watch it. But I would only do it if it was for fans. I would not do it for yeah. myself. You what know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Here's the thing, though. I have not seen Donnie Darko in like 18 years, so there okay. could be a moment I'm not remembering. Right, but right. I'm just talking about the overall
0: right the story. Of I it. think you would find gotcha. intriguing.
2: Uh, no, that's I'm cool. with you. No, there's there's no reason to watch
1: stuff that's going to bother you. I mean, there's there's too much out there. I think part of the 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 balance of being human is knowing when to move on and also what you actually have to process to be able to move on. Like we can trick ourselves into thinking we're moving on when we're stuffing things that we will never be able to move on until we process them. And that's the trick of being human is understanding the difference in those things. Uh, For me, I learned early on how to process very well. And so and part of that is because my mom is a licensed counselor. Like, you know, that was her profession for a while was helping people process their stuff. And so we would have these great long talks. And so like, I I had been educated on how to deal with my emotions, feelings, trauma, all that kind of stuff. So I am like, I like when I see stuff I need to process, I dive into it. Like I'm, I'm excited to like figure out how to get through it and understand it. But for, you know, but finding that balance as a human being of, I actually don't need to relive this trauma. I can move on versus if I don't relive this trauma, there'll be something about me that that won't be able to be healthy, you know, won't be able to completely uh, move on. So that's that's a tricky thing. That's that's why we talk so often about mental health and the idea of talk, having someone to talk to, right? Like having someone that, you know, that will help guide you for when it's time to press in on something, when maybe it's time to just, you know. Continue but not you could, to
2: you could also argue though it's a movie. Like, do you really need what? to process that through a movie? Like, I mean, if I'm, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's just one of my favorite I things. Mean, there's a different, and yeah. no, no, I understand what you're saying, but there's a difference in having to deal with something head on and just choosing not to watch a movie because you don't want that in your right. head space. Yes, right. That's exactly right. what I'm talking I, about. Yeah. I'm yeah. having a hard time right now with especially newer horror movies or horror movies. I haven't seen just because of all the real world shit going on. That's just mm-hmm. not necessarily something I want to invest my time in. I would rather just watch a Jojo Seaway video <laughs> or or like an old like Cary Grant movie no, I, you know like that's just what yeah, I totally.
1: yeah totally yeah, on so. some level I feel the same way about like uh this is us being set in the pandemic right now like the yeah, new season yeah. is in the pandemic everybody's wearing masks and talking Every about quarantining doing that, and though. um I, that's the only one that I'm uh actively Watching, yeah. engaged in that's doing it and I don't want it I just don't want it, like and like my wife and I enjoy watching that show together, and I'm just not enjoying watching it because I'm like I'm personally dealing with this. Yeah. I don't need my entertainment to like process this further for me. I have to process no. it every day in my life. So, but well, like on Superstore, it's really weird. this is the
2: final season, so
1: I'm just gonna continue watching it. But
2: they have masks on in the store because they're working in a in a retail environment, mm-hmm. right? But it's so weird, like people just telling jokes with masks on. It's just like no. <laughs> just, like, it's like no, no. I, you're a
1: fake world. You don't have to set, have this. Said this two
2: years ago. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't care. Like, yeah. what is going on? Anyhow, um, you might enjoy I do it. Have, I, don't
0: know. I do have to say that while you're giving this incredible insight, I uh, I decided to check out and go on to Discord and just be chatting. So I appreciate your advice, whatever it might have been. It sounded great.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> no my advice is never great you know that's my daughter uh just the the meta of the <laughs> fact that you would check out and not pay attention to a conversation about when to check out and when to pay attention is <laughs> just by, absolutely by the beautiful. way i'm having one of those weeks where because we're trying to get just
2: trying to get my daughter to the end of fourth grade it, it, and things are things are just so weird right now like i said in the real world like everything about this school year is so bizarre right just because of like people trying to figure out what they need to do to get through the pandemic and mm-hmm. how do we need to, you know, do people need to be at home? Do they need to be at school? It's just been so insane. I can't imagine how that is to a nine-year-old, right? Yeah. So just trying. And so I was just, I'm having one of those weeks where I'm just like, am I screwing up my daughter? <laughs> yeah. like, that's That's been my week. So Also that's been known fun. as parenting. That is. Yeah,
1: that yeah. is <laughs> it's just like, like, is she going to be okay? And like, she I'm trying. I promise I'm fine. trying not to screw you up. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on to Snakes on a Plane. Speaking of disturbing things, uh, this is an Atkinson-Watkins oh, uh, script. Of course, it's ridiculous. It is purposefully, like, the most over-the-top thing it can possibly be. Uh, but nonetheless, it is, uh, if you have a fear of snakes, especially, uh, there's yeah, a lot see, of stuff in this that's...
2: I Well, I do kind of have a fear of snakes. This movie doesn't bother me, though, because it's not hard to scare me if you have a snake in a movie. But these snakes look so stupid.
1: Like, they just don't... <laughs> They just don't look real. It's like if yeah. I don't know. My, but it's, my brain is smart enough to do the math and be like, yeah. "But if that was a regular snake and it did do oh, that, yeah, absolutely." Like you know, yeah. There's there's some nightmare fuel in here. Uh, no, there can for be. Sure, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I remember watching this when it came out. Of course, the big uh, you know internet buzz and you know making Sam Jackson this... say the line and all that kind of stuff. I remember all that, and then it came is out. It was kind of like first. Eh.
2: Is this the first instance where internet fandom caused a movie
1: studio to make a change? I I mean no for I, I can't imagine it's the first, but it seems it might be one of the first like uh, I mean, well-known examples. And Chris wrote
2: that great sin in here about this mm-hmm. line added a million dollar probably added a million dollars to the budget and about $17 to the box office and it's like just the amount of time and money they spent. I mean like Compared to like what they're doing with Zack Snyder's Justice League movie, it's like a drop in the pan, right? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is like you know, this is fourteen years before that decision gets made. It's it's interesting. Like I feel like this was kind of a trailblazer in a way. Maybe, and some people would argue not in a good way. But no. but to be fair, I don't think this movie's any better. Um, if it's
1: PG-13. But I don't know that it's any worse. Yeah. Yeah. It it definitely is right in that mid-aughts range where fan culture was being birthed. This idea that the fans took part in the creation of what was happening and, and could influence it. Lost is very much in that first run of things where it's like, you know, the podcast is happening and fans are giving feedback to Damon and Carlton and, you know, they're trying to figure out what to do with that and how to please the fans and yeah. the fan response. And so, yeah, there's there's definitely something happening around this era of how do we, everybody ha- now has access to giving their opinion. What does yeah. that mean for... Every- fan stuff
2: but you're right everything surrounding this movie is so much more fascinating and interesting than the movie itself yes like chris and i writing on this was fun because i remember chris and i and some of our other friends probably barrett like around when this movie was coming out like talking about this movie like for like four or five months because we're Mm -hmm. just like fascinated by the whole thing like this is ridiculous and why are they doing this and what you know predicting what it was going to do and I don't know. It was just, you know, and then and, you watch and maybe the,
1: and, maybe shame on us for expecting more. But it was one of yeah. those things where it was like, oh, this is going to be this incredible dumb movie. Yeah. And then it came out. You're like, for, that's for a movie that didn't
2: need to get built up. This is a prime example. Right, like if yeah. this had not gotten built up, maybe people I, I still don't think it's a good movie. Like, I, I don't think there's any level of interest like less in me being less interested in it isn't going to make this a better movie it, uh,
1: i just feel like it was like haha this movie is going to be ridiculous and dumb yeah, and then it comes out yeah. and, you it and you're watch it, you like this movie is ridiculous and dumb yeah exactly <laughs> like, well it's, and it's like, hard to like do that
2: it's hard to do that on purpose yeah it's it really, really hard to do that on purpose and make it work you're yeah. probably just going to make it ridiculous and dumb but anyway sorry today
0: that's no, okay uh oh. can we read what chris had to say yeah what chris yes, had to please. say about
1: snakes on a plane
0: memorably was being filled in 2006 and the internet caught wind of it a movie with Samuel L. Jackson with snakes on a plane got all sorts of hype like you guys are talking about so much that the movie that they were making got changed to lean into the absurdity it was pg-13 but then they went to R and the famous quote I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane unquote was added and then the movie came out in August and tanked (laughs) If there's anything that you can point to that expresses that internet hype doesn't mean real world interest, it's this movie. The internet congregates fringe interest from around the world and makes it seem like a phenomenon. If you see 10,000 people excitedly talking about something, it's easy to think it's a big deal. The plot of Snakes uh, is one of the dumbest you'll ever hear. A big time gangster wants to kill an FBI protected witness to one of his murders, So he puts a large crate of snakes on a plane from Honolulu to L.A., spraying lathes with a pheromone to make the snakes go crazy. Not the (laughs) chips.
1: Right. No, not the chips. Very
0: different. The bad guy even basically says he's tired, uh, tried everything he can think of, and this is his last resort, which is, of course, complete nonsense. I think the dumbest diversion in this movie is when Jackson calls his FBI buddy Bobby Kinnevale about the situation, who then finds an animal expert who then warns that they need to know the exact snake, that bit people to get the correct anti-venom when the plane lands. The problem for this movie is that most people who get bitten by a snake, by the snakes, die nearly immediately because Uh they've put the most venomous snakes in the world in the plane. If a passenger lucks out and doesn't die, they'd have to remember, during all that chaos, on a darkened plane, which snake bit them. Luckily for the one kid who gets bitten, his brother draws the snake on a piece of paper. (laughs) The movie is unclear if that's the only person who benefits from the antivenom. My favorite thing to point out in this video is that Samuel L. Jackson goes into the cockpit and discovers one of the pilots is dead and the plane is operating on half power. Uh, roughly five minutes later when the oxygen masks descend and all sorts of snakes come flying out with them, the movie cuts to Jackson sleeping in his <laughs> yeah, seat.
2: it's crazy.
0: It's no doubt due to all the cutting and reshoots that make a movie jump from we're in the worst situation possible to the FBI guy sleeping in just mere, a mere five minutes later. Uh, anyway, Snakes on a Plane is dumb. They tried to make it the way uh, that way and succeeded, but it's not cl- nearly as fun as it could have been. I think producers... Uh, get in their heads. What's fun? And they decide, eh, let's throw in some cursing and sex. Done deal.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Chris and I went back and tried to figure out like, and we got, we're pretty sure that two people that are are still alive have been bitten by snakes. Once they get all that done with all the people with the anti-venoms and stuff, Mm -hmm. there's two people. And I'm guessing the, one of them is the rappers or the three G's guy. I assume he's a rapper. He could be a, just an R and B artist. I don't know. But, uh, one of his, uh, like entourage, uh, they did not draw a picture for him. So I don't, does he just die? Like, I have no idea, <laughs> 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 but the kid is saved. That's all that matters. It's all that um, matters. All that matters. Chris brings up another good point too. The other thing is like, and I've had this over the last, like, especially over the last, like year, I've been dealing with this when, when seeing things blow up on Twitter, as you start to figure, you start to think about the amount of people that are actually on Twitter, which is actually a very small percentage of of the you know of the world. And when you break it down, and then plus you're following an even smaller percentage of that. So things that are blowing up on your timeline, it might only be like a hundred people talking about it, right? But it seems so big. Yeah. So I'm wondering, especially in 2006, how many people were actually on the internet? on these sites that we're talking about this. I mean, maybe it seemed like big to us because we were actually the ones going on these movie sites, but the majority of the world was just like, what the fuck is snakes on a plane? Like, is this real? Like, you know,
0: I, I thought that it was a, a movie from like the seventies.
2: It could be, I mean, it could I mean, it I mean, other than technology, <laughs> what is like that
0: movie.
2: I mean, there's a lot of disaster shaft? movies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's shaft shaft on a plane. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of animal attack movies in the seventies, so I don't know if there's one on a plane though. Yeah. Really? yeah. There could be, there could be, and you could be remembering something that I'm not. Maybe but, I'm just yeah. thinking of
0: airplane or something, you know?
2: Maybe. Just- yeah, maybe. Well, that's the thing. This movie is very much like it follows the disaster movie formula, but it also tries to be an animal attack movie, which has been done, but they don't do a very good job with it here. So I think a movie that does
1: this so much better is like arachnophobia. And well, I don't know. Yeah, why I don't that's know why a much that, better movie, right? But I don't. But is it just because it's a better like story? Like, or is it just structurally yeah, a better movie? I, I, just
2: think, it, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think there was more time and care. They weren't trying to make a bad movie on purpose. Like they're trying to actually make a good well, movie. No, know, r- is really good.
1: It's like it's, it's a. But it's ridiculous it's like no, it over is. the top and ridiculous but somehow still manages to be good like yeah. that's that's interesting because to me because what is it that's the one where the the, the the
2: the the spiders come in that guy's coffin right and then they mate with
1: normal spiders right you already you already said that you said they come in his coffin so you already mentioned that Yeah. <laughs> wow (laughs) wow. just wow but then when they get to this
2: town (laughs) they mate with normal spiders and they create like this new like breed of spider that no one has they don't have antivenom for it or whatever and you know it
1: becomes this thing. No, it is ridiculous, but it but but that's a version of this type of movie that's good. Do you feel yeah. like we were we were robbed of like or or maybe it's coming, right? Like maybe it's going to happen soon because of just everything is new again in this culture, but there's a world where we have like, you know, spiders on a boat. And then, you know, the third maybe. movie is like, you know, uh uh, sharks on a spaceship or, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever. I mean, Just... Sharknado's done stuff like that. Yeah, so. you're right. You're right. Well, they've yeah. kind of gone there. And, but... that, and that,
2: like, Snakes on a Plane is way better than stuff like Sharknado. Yeah. I'll give it that much credit yeah. because yeah. at least there's, like, some talented people involved. Actually, this director, David Ellis, I, I kind of like him. He, he passed away, unfortunately, way too young. But he did, like, a couple of the Final Destination sequels. He did this movie called Shark Knight that's way better than it has any right to be. Uh, I just, I feel like he, if he had, if he had not unfortunately gotten sick and passed away, uh, I, I would have liked to see him given like a, like a Marvel movie or something. I think he could have done something fun with that. Cause he was, yeah. he was getting to play like with these like $20 million films. And I think if someone had just given him that chance, maybe it would have been something really cool, but we'll never know. so.
1: Let's get into the sins. Uh, I will start. Uh, Stupid myth about sucking the poison out turns into the old homophobic joke that's been around for ages and adds nothing to the film whatsoever. Uh, Also, Big Leroy is lying when he says there'll be no sucking because that's all this movie is. Uh, (laughs) I love that sin in so many ways. Uh, When the snake uh, bites the person's tongue, the sin is just parcel tongue. There's a lot of great wordplay in this script. I really love that. Um, instead of just telling Flynn and Claire that he doesn't think the air is recycling, he wastes time by telling them it's too hot, which tells them nothing. It's like the pronoun (laughs) game for air circulation. Uh, the way movies continue to do this is always funny to me where they give information that's not information because the audience isn't supposed to know all the information yet. And it's just like obvious. Um, whoa, whoa, Juliana, watch those hands. Just because David Keckner's character is dead doesn't mean you have to carry on his legacy when Juliana Margulies, uh, accidentally, I believe cops a feel on one of the females is, uh, yeah, she's I, letting I them out of the plane. So. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was funny after, uh, uh rightfully taking David Keckner's character to task for purposefully groping the female passenger. Uh, Jonathan, uh, what else did uh, you have? I just I just had a few. I had a few of Chris's that you
2: didn't mention, but I, I really like when he was talking about Samuel L. like the way he entered the, the Witnesses' uh, hotel was that he was hiding on the balcony as opposed to just coming to the front door. And Chris ended that with, but the important thing is nothing bad could have happened because nothing did happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was really funny. And uh, I also like the one that ended with, am I sending politeness? I'm sending politeness. Yeah. And uh, there was the one where the, the the witness was when he got on the plane and he was like leaning back in the chair, getting all cozy. And the sin was, oh, yeah, I should witness murders more often. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was but it was, it was a lot of fun to work on. It was, it was. It was not a hard one to send, but I I was kind of surprised I didn't have more. It was one of those, but yeah, uh, but it's pretty short and you know. So,
1: uh, Dene, unless you have anything else to add, I wasn't I I don't nope. think you watched this one, so uh, no, didn't want to no. see all the no. the snake death. I love Danae whenever she goes no no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to keeping tabs.
0: Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um. <laughs> Mm-hmm. N- those are my. D- mm-hmm. Those are my. Uh, okay. Every time I, I talk. Wow. Like, uh, is this how Aaron feels? When we're. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to try this. Okay. Uh. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again which is at com slash bts so go fill it out the internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies
3: and share pornography with one another
1: ha ha no oh, jeez
3: this is the most public yet of my many humiliations
1: we're going to talk about uh, stuff that uh, from putting to the uh, the stuff uh, together uh of the things. things danae what do you got wow nothing
0: no, I do, I do. I was just trying to figure out where I put it. <laughs> um, so I didn't Title write Title of my this sex
1: tape? Uh, no.
0: Um, I didn't write on anything this week, but as I mentioned, I looked up the lace potato chip flavors, so I'm gonna just mention those. Oh, uh, okay. that's right, yeah. There was Caesar salad, wasabi ginger, uh-huh, hot and sour fish soup. Oh, mm. cappuccino, gross, grilled cheese and ketchup, mm-hmm. mint and blueberry. Not like mint is one, blueberry a second. It wasn't mint lie. and blueberry.
2: I want to try that grilled cheese and ketchup with <laughs> You do well. I, I want to try it. The fish soup though, God, I wouldn't even eat fish soup. So I don't. Uh, yeah,
0: no. which one would you try, Aaron? None. Of no, the I know. Above. Like in an imaginary oh, world, you got a
2: weird taste thing. Whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm a like... super taster. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry <laughs> <laughs> no that is i i could, I'm the I'm listener the listener may need clarification that was actually jonathan saying that not me i know it no. sounded so much like me and how i talk but that was actually jonathan saying that
0: oh shit uh the shame. so, you're, the so shade. what is the
1: question you're you're asking you're telling uh, no, me i have to choose one legit. of these chips to eat which yeah. one is it
0: if you weren't a super taster and you knew it wasn't going to kill you, murder you, just well, your no, really natural inclination, which one would you lean towards? And, and I
1: want to clarify, the last two were separate flavors, separate,
0: not Mint, combined. And and then blueberry is separate. Blueberry then. So blueberry, hundred
2: oh, yeah, percent blueberry. Yeah, yeah, that blueberry yeah, that could I'm be interesting. Yeah, that could be I'm not a sweet, salty guy, but that could be interesting.
0: And neither am
1: I, but I mean, I like yeah. the taste of blueberries, so that's that's easy. I yeah. dipped a fry into a frosty, so you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I would go blueberry or. Uh, maybe mint
2: I would not I mean those I two mint, mint flavored like ice cream stuff like I'm that's just never been a that, thing for me I
0: love mint and mint with like salt I doesn't like, seem right I mean, but blueberry with salt seems like a maybe to me see yeah.
2: mints don't seem like a candy or anything to me that just seems like a thing you're doing to make your breath smell better so like oh, I don't ever so I don't ever like mint flavored stuff mm. just for whatever reason doesn't register with me. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. But that's just a me
0: thing. One of my favorite chocolates is the Andy's mints. Oh yeah. I am most I'm most careful with Andy's mints. Meaning instead of eating them, I actually enjoy them. Cause usually I will <laughs> eat I'll eat candy. I'm just I'm I'm so careful because I'm like this is gonna taste so fucking amazing. Uh-huh. And I just put it in my mouth and then just let it sit there. Oh my god! It's the only reason to go to Olive Garden. The only reason.
2: No, Andy's mints are great. Like I'll eat one after a meal, you know, because it mm. it's tasty and it makes your Andy's breath better. Mint. But I wouldn't just sit so there and candy. eat like like several.
1: Like I would, you know, if I if I had received so a bag of a... Rolos, for instance. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're you're not a fan of like chocolate chip mint ice cream
2: or no. like just, thin I, mints. It just like I said, it's just it doesn't like in my brain it doesn't make sense. Interesting.
1: So yeah. Uh... Weird. Jonathan, what about you? What's your keeping tabs?
2: Uh, snakes on a plane. I um I had a few weird things I looked up for that, obviously. But the one that just I was I'm just so dumb is uh I haven't had science class in a long enough time, so I actually googled like because there's this one part where the other FBI guy tells Samuel Jackson we didn't catch we didn't see them because they don't give off heat, and I was like, is that true? And I Googled, do snakes not give off heat? And Google might as well have said, yeah, you fucking dumbass. Like, they're (laughs)
4: cold-blooded.
2: Like, let me give you a lesson on cold-blooded and warm-blooded animals. Here's
1: how reptiles work.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so... I uh, so I went a different route with that and I went that they didn't look behind because they're they're like they're in this like open like it's this cage mm-hmm. but like it's not really it doesn't appear to be closed in yeah really like you would be, or you would at least be able to see it's something weird and they're behind these late boxes of lays and so that's what I decided on well did nobody look behind the goddamn lays I did have that sin was this is just kind of going into writing a sin I did have that sin a little more There was more to it because I started – because there's this whole thing about a timeline in this movie that doesn't make sense where the FBI has searched the plane. Then they figure out what plane they're using, and then they put the snakes on there. But it doesn't make any sense from a time standpoint. So it's possible, I guess, the snakes were put on after the FBI agents were on there. But that doesn't really make sense either, so I just left it in the way it was. And Chris was like, yeah, I agree. So if people want to call me out on that, that's fine. But, like, you try to figure out, like, how they did all this shit and get back to me. And if you have a better answer, <laughs> I'll I'll give you a cookie.
1: Uh, and not a mint one because that's stupid. It's dumb. It's dumb. I want to talk about the, the mom tattoo uh, because I did look up and research the fact that that is actually his tattoo, um, which uh, some people in the comments were kind enough to point out in such a, a respectful and nice way. Uh, that uh, that he actually has a mom tattoo on his arm. Um, but, uh, and that reminds me that the we didn't... The actor
2: ta- or the character? The actor.
1: Okay. Um, whose name is slipping my brain right now. Evan Peters. Uh, Evan Peters, thank you. Uh, Evan Peters actually has a mom tattoo uh, like that. Um, but that reminds me that we didn't talk about the uh, purposeful trolling in The Simpsons episode that we had some comments on, which is when they're uh, looting... They're taking people's televisions, oh, and, the yeah, na- that's right. <laughs> and the narrator the narrator says, "Why are they <laughs> taking the microwaves? There's probably TVs in there." <laughs> Because old televisions look like microwaves when you animate them like that or whatever. And there are absolutely comments. They're like, I think those are TVs, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, dude, we had those TVs. Like, I remember those TVs very well. So I wanted to mention that as well. I might have
2: watched that Simpsons episode on that TV. Very possible.
1: And just because there does seem to be some confusion, the kick-ass mention in the show, which is really a strange mention... Uh in WandaVision, uh, but is obviously a purposeful call out to the fact that both Aaron Taylor Johnson the, and I Evan Peters remember, were in kick ass. I didn't remember Evan Peters was in that. Yeah, I knew well, it's Aaron a very Taylor small Johnson was. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Um, but we call it a Marvel property in the Sin, and there's some confusion on that in the comments, people saying, that is not a Marvel property, but I did look it up, and it is owned, whatever the imprint is that did the kick-ass comments, uh, is owned by Marvel, so I I feel okay about that one, but there were definitely some arguments going on in the comments, uh, about that, so I did want to bring it up. Well, Um, it's not
2: like you would have just pulled that out of your ass. I mean, you obviously looked it up. I mean...
1: Yeah, so, um... So it's just it's one of those just weird coinky dinks and uh it's fun to to kind of point that stuff out so
0: Get a coinky dinks. a That
1: is the song for sure. ow Let's move on to the comment section.
3: I, want to
4: know what you're thinking.
3: I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter.
1: You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're each going to take a look at a comment from uh, stuff that's happened uh, over the past week, and I will start by saying I saw somebody on Twitter uh, say, "Hey Aaron, if you haven't watched Snakes on a Plane, um, watch 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 the censored version uh, because it 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 will it will honor you with its I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. Oh, that's so <laughs> great!
2: You don't get that as much anymore because either they just bleep." Yeah. Or or they just they just play the line now like on a lot of a lot of these channels that mm-hmm. are cable oriented right but uh, I miss that man like back especially like 80s 90s oh yeah. it's so awesome yeah my favorite is still vacation where instead of fuck your mama it was changed to who do you think I am Christopher Columbo so like the dude's <laughs> mouth stopped moving
4: <laughs> like
1: after three whorps. <laughs> It is insane. That's so good. That's so good. Uh, yeah. And the only other comment I had was... Uh, it's crazy. Sarah says, if you'd let the scene run a few seconds longer and look directly below the marquee, you'd see a blurry poster that tells us that we are, in fact, Lindsay Lohanning. And I, I appreciated that. Huh. uh that observation because I did not see that and I actually haven't gone back to confirm that, but I, I believe Sarah and uh, thank you for pointing that uh, out. I mean, we assumed they were, we're yeah. just having fun with work. Yeah. I mean, and Sarah
0: whatnot. is incredibly trustworthy. I thought you were going to
1: say incredibly sharp because that's her last name. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no,
0: that would have been too clever. And we know that <laughs> I only write clever things accidentally.
1: <laughs> uh, Jonathan, what's your comment section? Uh, Chris Dunn,
2: uh, commented on the YouTube video for uh, Snakes on a Plane. He said, to this day, whenever anyone in a movie says a version of We've Tried Everything, I ask, did you try dropping a big box of snakes on them? I like that movies give that kind of thing to you. I, yeah. I know what he's talking about. It's Absolutely. great. Danae, what it's about amazing.
1: you? It's um, amazing.
0: I am on the WandaVision from 156 IMD, I am Um, says, was actually surprised that Jeremy didn't call out the flat screen monitor when Tommy and Billy were playing DDR. Those TVs were still wide uh, in the back. Uh, Will T says, this isn't Jeremy. This is Chris. (laughs) RB Goldbot says, no, it's Aaron Dicer. (laughs) Um, Then uh, Will T says, oh, cool. Scott jumps in and kind of explains the channels and the narrators and then uh nikiruku says um well when did he say his name um then there's some oh my bad uh and then they've never actually said it on an episode uh, i think that it's aaron but he's on their behind the sense podcast so it's easy to recognize his voice and they talk about it when they channel when the channel switched over um and then alex rounds up the conversation by adding let's not split hairs all since narrators are called jeremy <laughs> <laughs>
2: You should actually that makes a good point though, because like on syncast they say in the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy you know, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I think it I, I don't know, I don't think Chris has started saying voice of music video sends or anything like that, but he should. And you should introduce yourself as the voice of TV sense
1: <laughs> on this show.
0: Oh, uh, it just makes me so happy.
1: Yeah, it's it's fun to watch the different levels of awareness and involvement yeah. in you but know also, kind of the CinemaSins wait, universe
0: impassioned fans who actually do know the answer like Scott and Alex mm-hmm. and uh RB Goldbot like they actually know the answer but then the, the other ones are also passionate like no 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 guys listen it's this Um, it's just so great they also it's probably so
2: know great. that snakes don't give off heat so that's good on them that landed like a turd <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're, you can't make poop humor that's off brand <laughs> <laughs> that's too dangerous for you
1: i know we appreciate you so much hopping in the comments and uh teaching and having those teaching moments mm-hmm. with those who may not know
0: thank you for not being assholes
1: let's move on to beyond the sins
0: to infinity and beyond somewhere beyond my wild history
1: to boldly go
4: where no man has gone before
1: let's uh, chat about something else from the uh, world of pop culture that we've seen recently um, I'll start. I had mentioned we will be coming back to SNL. It's it's really interesting. When I chose this Beyond the Sins, I had not put together that we were doing Snakes on a Plane, which this person is in. Uh, and then we also talked about watching current uh, – oh. Jonathan, you talked about watching current uh, SNL earlier. And this is the primary reason I continue to watch current SNL, other than I'm a completist and I can't stop. Uh and that is Keenan Thompson has a new TV show out called Keenan. Um, and he really is for me the like the thing that keeps me coming back uh to SNL and enjoying it. I think he is brilliant. I think he's so much fun, he's so perfect on the show. Eighteen years he's been on SNL.
2: Can you believe 18 years? Is he the longest running cast member now? Yeah. Or did he beat oh, Daryl well, Hammond?
1: Yeah, I th- I think he is. Um so he's certainly the longest running on there now. I oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if overall. Uh, but yeah, he may have beat Daryl Hammond. Uh, 18 years. Anyway, he's doing such great work. I I said recently on Twitter that I think he has achieved this place where he should just host one of the episodes every year, even though he's on the cast. Like, I feel like he should That's- just... Host a show every year. That's so funny because apparently
2: they have done that before, yeah. and it was Eddie Murphy. Right, uh, Nick Nolte was supposed to host for forty eight hours, mm-hmm. and something happened, and he couldn't. And so Eddie Murphy, who was still technically on the show, yeah. Uh, um, hosted and they haven't done
1: that since. And I don't know that they will, but they could do that with Keenan. I, I really feel like they could with Keenan. I feel like yeah. he could host a show every year. And, and I think that would be a fun idea. But anyway, he's got a sitcom out. So I watched the first couple episodes. I generally like to watch three before I make any kind of like real assessment, because it does take shows, you know, a while to kind of find their rhythm. Yeah. Um, And so I've only seen the first two uh, as we record this, there's only two uh, out and available. And I'm not really digging it all that much, which is kind of sad okay. to to say. Um, I think it falls into some of the the basic sitcom traps. I will, however, say I am laughing. So if you can distinguish between those two things where it's like I am finding this funny, but also it's not that great. Like you kind of have to prioritize, you know, what you want out of a TV show. And when there's so much to watch, I don't know that I'm going to keep this one kind of on the front burner of stuff that I make sure I try to check out. But I am I am definitely laughing because uh it's funny. I think the show is is actually funny. I've watched
2: less than you, so I don't know if I can really comment it at all, but I will tell you I watched the first like 10 or 15 minutes of the first episode and there was something about it that was just not gelling with me. And it wasn't like the humor. It was something about the delivery and just like the way the just like the way it was almost shot and It was just something about it was off-putting to me. And I don't know, Mm -hmm. I couldn't, because my wife watched it, and she was kind of like you. She was like, it was fine. You know, I'll I'll probably keep checking it out until, you know, to see where Mm -hmm. it goes. But I don't know. I just, something about it. I might go back to it at some point. It doesn't strike me as something you have to watch every episode. No. Uh, Did you watch Young Rock? No, I haven't. Because that, Young that premiered with it. I actually kind of liked it. Is that Beyond
0: the Sins? No, it's <laughs> that not. Would be but hilarious. he just made me
2: think of it because they premiered together. I have not seen the second episode, but I enjoyed the first
1: episode. All right, enough. You. I will say, uh, Chris Chris Red, who is also on SNL, yes. is in the show. I think he's the best pop thing about star. the show. Um, yeah, pop star as well. Uh, I think uh, Chris Red is hilarious in this. He's great. Um, He's great. Don Johnson is in it as well, yeah. which is really fun. Uh, there's a lot to like about it, but I think you're right. There's something – the only thing I can think of is that it's it's almost presented like a two-camera sitcom, but without like all the crutches of the two-camera that might be sitcom thing. And so it just feels weird and out of place. Like, you know me, I hate laugh tracks, but you almost kind of miss it because everything is there but the laugh track. You know, you know what I yeah. mean? It's like yeah. – so So it's, it's – yeah, it's kind of one of those weird things. It's not like a – you know, a uh, parks and rec or, uh, you know, community where it's like, uh, shot completely differently. It's very much shot like a typical sitcom just without some of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you. There's something I can't quite put my finger on that, that it's just missing. Um, but I'll give it a little more time. I will give it yeah. a little more time because I well, am let laughing me know if It gets better. I'll, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed sure. to watching it again. Uh, Jonathan,
2: what do you got? Um actually i'm going I'm not going sitcom, but I have been watching just talk about I made a joke earlier that I'm gonna show my age when we get to be on the sense. I've just been watching a lot of network television like and I feel like not many people do at least my age and mm-hmm. younger, especially. uh, but that like just like weekly mm-hmm. like kind of routine sitcom or hour long procedural has just been something it's been like a warm blanket for me over the last like six months. So I don't know why I've just been watching a lot of new shows, checking them out. Like I've even been watching like Walker, the Walker, which I didn't even watch Walker, Texas Ranger. And I've seen every goddamn episode of Walker (laughs) so far, not, not recommending that by the way. But um, the one I wanted to talk about was because uh, CBS, you know, does a procedural. They like to do a procedural and I don't always check those out because I feel like I've seen that show quite a few times, but when you're going to take one of my all-time favorite movie characters from one of my all-time favorite movies and make a show about her, I might check it out. So uh, I have watched the first three episodes of Clarice. Yeah. And, I'm very curious um, what you think about this. Yeah. Um. First off, like I, I know when it first came out, and I thought this too, I was like, that's really weird because we've already had Hannibal. But Clarice Starling is not in Hannibal. And nope. Hannibal is – did you watch Hannibal, Aaron? I actually did watch Hannibal, okay. yeah. Okay. I watched the first season. I never really got that into it. I don't know why. And then I kind of thought it was just going to get canceled. So I think that's kind of why I just quit watching it because mm-hmm. I didn't want to get too invested. And I know people love the hell out of that show. I'm um, not somebody. I'm not somebody
1: who loves it. Uh, yeah. I gave up on it after the second I, season. I think. Okay.
2: And I get. I get it. Like, and I might rewatch it at some point because it is really different. Like it. It almost feels
1: like a like an HBO show, but it was on NBC or whatever. You know, it's I, just it's. I weird. Gave, I gave up on it. Uh, around the time i gave up on a bunch of dark stuff and i was just like i don't need all this dark stuff in my life every week like i just i i don't need to bathe myself in wickedness
2: (laughs) i just remember on the hannibal though just like the it it, like ruined like cooking for me because like you would there was all those scenes of him like cutting up whatever he was preparing yes and you were just like is that human that's human
1: yes (laughs) that is a human
2: but anyways, whole other thing. So this is this is a very different animal than Hannibal. So if you're if you're avoiding it because you just love that show, don't. Want, I mean, it's. I don't think you're going to even be able to compare them because it's a very different animal. This is very much CBS is taking a character, an IP, and they're trying to turn it into kind of one of their procedurals. And I will say for that kind of show that they do, this is one of the better ones I've seen in a while. Um, I really like the cast. Um, let me see. What's her name? Rebecca Breeds, who I I've ne- I don't think I've seen before. She plays Clarice. Um, I'm enjoying her. She's not doing just a straight up Jodie Foster impression, kind of like what Julianne Moore did in Hannibal. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, she's doing something a little different, and and I, so I like that aspect of it. This show also, it's it's it only takes place like a year after the events in Silence of the Lambs, so we're like in the early '90s, and um, it's it starts off with you're finding out that. After she cracked that big case, because she was so young and because she was, uh, a lot of older men in the Bureau felt like she was upstaging them, Uh, they're kind of just saying she got lucky. And they're not really giving her the credit she deserves. She also has some trauma uh, from all the shit she went through, which Mm -hmm. makes sense, right? I saw people bitching about that, too. Like, why would she be traumatic? It's like, well, why wouldn't she be? I mean... You know, like 22 years old and you've got like two serial killers like fucking in your head, you know, it's like, what the hell? But anyways, so there's that kind of stuff going on. So that's interesting. Like that dynamic is interesting. Although I will say this is still a network television show that has to get a 45 minute episode in every week. So some of (laughs) that stuff gets a little brushed to the side, gets rushed over, but they are trying. And I will say. Like Aaron said, I like to give something like three episodes. I will say the third episode aired last night. I did watch it before we recorded. I mean, I watched it last night. So I did want to have that before I recommended it or talked about it. Yeah. And I will say there's a there's a bit of a twist about halfway through the third episode that makes you at least think that there's going to be like this kind of over-evolving mystery that's going to be going throughout the at least the rest of this season, mm-hmm. maybe, or at least a few episodes, whatever. Uh, but I really do like the cast Michael Cudlitz who a lot of people probably know from The Walking Dead uh, he plays her direct supervisor and their relationship is really interesting um because of the things I've said already about how the bureau's treating her Cal Penn mm-hmm. um, is one of the people on the team he's really good um a couple actors I wasn't that familiar with: Luca de Oliveira, which Luca de Oliveira, he was in Animal Kingdom in The Punisher TV show, and then Nick Sandow was in Orange Is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Those guys round out the team, and and they're pretty fun. And the Jane Atkinson, who most people know as Karen Hayes from 24, she is playing the uh, Senator um, Ruth Mart—is uh, it Ruth Martin? Yeah, Ruth Martin uh from Silence of the Lambs. She was the one whose daughter got kidnapped by Buffalo Bill. She's kind of heading up this this uh team of FBI agents and she wants Clarice on the team. Uh and they're going to try to find all these serial killers. So I don't know. It's it's for this type of show, I think it's better than most so far. I it's not great by any means. Um and I wouldn't put it up on like a CSI level or anything yet. Yeah. The original CSI by the way. It's definitely better than CSI Miami um but um but it's but it's it's pretty good if, you, if you're interested in the if you're interested in seeing the silence of the lamb story kind of continue um i think they could do worse than this so i'm really curious to see where it goes so it's a slight recommend okay. um yeah clarice
0: today what do you got how about a kid's show Let's that's it. right nice. it's your favorite thing to talk about people because you know so many of you have children
1: <laughs> is it chico bonbon bon, chico chico bon
0: no, I think um, I already talked yeah, about that one. Yeah, I think I have talked about that one. Uh, but this is another Netflix one as I'm kind of going through the Netflix originals. Uh, we clicked on Gabby's dollhouse. I was cool. genuinely curious about cool. it. Iris has a dollhouse that she got for Christmas. And uh, so uh, this is like a multi tiered dollhouse. Hers is a multi tiered dollhouse. And honestly, I'm trying to get her to play with it a little bit more. So I was like, let's just see what this dollhouse one is about. And it's all super cute. Uh, it's a super cute show. Um, I also, I think that the, the, the premise of it is it's this young girl who has a kitty cat obsession and pinks and glitters and such. And usually I'm not really attracted to that. Um, and neither is Iris actually. So I was a little bit like wondering how, what she would think about it, but it's a really, really adorable show. And the lead actress who I have forgotten her name, uh, Layla Lockhart Craner. Is so adorable. Uh, she's got the most adorable smile and demeanor, and it is inquisitive and problem solving and crafty while also being clever and interesting. So it starts out in Gabby's room, and it's a, a real person with a dollhouse in the background. And then she puts on these little kitty cat ears and says a little thing and squeezes her little kitty cat doll and shrinks down. What? What? Are you guys hearing that?
1: No. Mm-mm. Okay.
0: Oof. Oh, one of my tabs just started playing. And I'm like, what, what is that? <laughs> that was crazy. Sorry. <laughs> I was just having a like, weird out-of-body experience. Yeah. That was really strange. There's
1: also the uh, Donnie Darko rabbit behind you right now. So.
0: Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up fuck you. Hands and some snakes. <laughs> God damn it. Guys. Oh, I'm itchy. And a plane. Okay.
1: There's a plane back there, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well just to give back the gift you are sitting in a nasty truck stop toilet nice Uh, those are my favorite and Aaron I don't know how to get to you yet (laughs) Aaron's
2: eating a hot dog in front of me
0: I don't know how to get to Aaron Um, I don't
1: I'm drinking vinegar Aaron's biting down on vinegar yeah
0: yeah you're surrounded you're surrounded by chips
2: that taste disgusting
0: um and it's yeah and everything that you eat today has a pickle on it oh I'm in pain (laughs) anyway back to the show you guys are so excited to hear about um she shrinks down and then it turns into like a cartoon and so it's an animated from that moment forward and she explores these multiple rooms in the dollhouse with her little dollhouse friends I think it's really cute and sweet it's not too fast paced it is uh, talking at that preschool level about questions and So it's asking for like a level of interaction. So I noticed that Iris is talking back to the TV. She's not just watching something clip by really quickly. And a lot of these shows are fast paced shows Mm -hmm. and she's not really having an opportunity to do anything more than just like absorb a lot of information at rapid fire pace, which I'm uh, concerned is leading to her not being able to just sit down and concentrate and enjoy silence. And so um, this one. She's talking back to it and she's thinking about some things. Cool. So it doesn't have a lot of uh, interactivity. It's, it's a brand new show. It came out in 2021. So it's just Thanks. dropping so there, I don't have a lot of like blogs to go to or anything like that. But so far... Uh, we're really enjoying it. It's called Gabby's Dollhouse and it is on Netflix. Nice. Very nice.
1: Well, that's going to wrap it up for Behind the Scenes this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send us, like maybe a bag of empty Rolos, um, an empty bag of Rolos, mail it to P.O. Box 881. Or an empty Rolos. Why <laughs> right. would people send I don't empty know.
0: Wrap if, Okay.
1: I, I don't know. Somebody somebody sent us an empty no. bag of Rolos. There were no Rolos send. in there. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> see. Yeah. Yeah. Send yeah. Aaron
0: Pickle Chips. They're two hours
1: late on that explanation <laughs> that's right uh you can mail it to po box 881 republic missouri 65738 you can hang out with us on twitter i'm at Aaron dicer she is at dene says
0: d-e-n-e-e-s-a-y-s
1: he is at sam loomis 13 so for jonathan watkins dene hughes a fish soup potato chip and myself we will see you next week
2: happy benjamin harrison day <laughs> thanks for listening Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash bts.
0: Okay. It's time to sing in the outtakes. Because that's just what we do. Mm-hmm.
1: Who's been messing up everything?
0: It was Jonathan
1: all along. Just because the three syllables, that's that's why. That's the only reason why.
0: Okay, I woke up this morning. I fell back asleep. I woke up again. I picked up my phone. I watched WandaVision, as one does before coming to record BTS. However, (laughs) I didn't prep for the show. And I completely forgot the recording at 9. So 10 minutes ago, I roll my ass out of bed.
2: That's so funny.
0: Because I got a notification on my phone, like BTS in 10 minutes. So I was like, what? Oh, shit. <laughs> like, I thought I had a little bit of time. Anyway, yeah, I just watched WandaVision. I was like, I'm going to talk to the guys about it. I don't know what I'm talking about for the show, but I'm going to talk about WandaVision.
2: But you can't because I haven't seen it.
0: I know. Why? Uh, this is what I didn't we have do. time. It's I had what to. We do.
2: <laughs> Justin.
0: Uh, um now Jonathan is like, "Justin!" Woo!
2: <laughs> it's a good day to love yourself.
0: He just said, "It's a good day to love yourself."
3: And a good day to be kind to people.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rogers.
4: <laughs> There's
0: a lie.
2: Are you singing Rocky Horror Picture Show? Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> it's one of my favorite soundtracks
0: oh really i was yeah. like that was impressed that it was just those few lines like oh just no those f-
2: i i know that i knew that soundtrack like and then, i was just trying to think so Is well. it
0: over at the, Fra- frankenstein, over at the place. frankenstein place yeah. yep
2: there's a light <laughs> coming in from outer space <laughs> nice Sorry. jonathan
1: Yep, i like it this is the oh. jonathan singing episode
2: Michael know,
1: Remy was
2: ill. Sorry, no. I, now I've got Rocky Horror in my mind. That is terrible. By the way,
0: that is amazing. This is the rest of the day. It's just going to be <laughs> us singing Rocky Horror Picture. Tim Curry was one of my crushes. So my crushes were Tim Curry. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! I wouldn't say this crush
2: is, for me, but I but I did love. And see, the thing is, I was such a Clue fan and i didn't know he was in that movie so when i watched rocky horror i was like oh my god it's wadsworth you know so
0: like mine were like freddie mercury and tim curry that
2: i makes just sense. thought
0: they were so beautiful and like i think the, those go together the way they articulate their their sounds their song like they're just so talented and they were like absolutely just themselves and it was just like mm-hmm. this confidence and i was so attracted to both of them I think I had seen Tim Curry on some sort of a uh, spooktacular th- thing on maybe like Nickelodeon or something. He he played like this headmaster of this witch school.
2: Hmm. Oh, you're talking about is that the worst witch?
0: Maybe I don't remember with, uh, what it was called.
2: With the uh, what's her name from um from the craft from the from the craft uh, Feruza Balk I think plays. I don't, the- I don't yeah, remember.
0: Okay. All I remember is he I'm was sure in that, right. and then he was also. Uh, on, is it called Legend?
2: Yeah, he was Darkness.
0: Which was also crazy because I found myself very attracted to a demon. (laughs) That was confusing. (laughs) Like, I'm really attracted to that demon. Why?
2: (laughs) Rocky Horror is interesting because I can't figure out if I like, if that movie's great or it's just terrible. I think it's one or the other. The music is amazing. Tim Curry is amazing, and Tim there's Curry's actually incredible. a lot of really good performances in that. Yeah, but, uh, but I just I don't know that it works as a movie because that last like 20, 25 minutes really falls apart. Like if you're looking at it as a movie, I or mean, as a musical, yeah. But But it's just such a ride.
0: It's such a maybe ride. it doesn't
2: matter. It might be one of those movies that it just doesn't matter. Of course, if it's good it doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter really with any movie. You know that's what I mean? True. Like that It all that's depends true, on like, context when you see it. What you know, what you're yeah, in the that's mood what I'm
2: for. I think there's those movies that you just can't, like, you can't separate your just
1: um, past with them. Mm -hmm, Sure. Well, part of the beauty of nostalgia is the fact that when we see things when we're younger, we are wide open to... Whatever it wants to bring us, as opposed to having developed all these rules for what makes a good movie or what makes you know what I mean? Like, well, there's no, I agree, there's that beautiful thing. Now, there's also a beautiful thing of understanding art and starting to think about it, you know, critically <laughs> and in those kind of things. Like, I think both those things are beautiful, but yeah, that doesn't make something quote unquote, you know, good or bad, it just means contextually. Uh, subjectively, I enjoy it or I don't. You know, is Newsies a great movie or did I just watch the snot out yeah. of it and love it and like to sing all the songs in the soundtrack? You know, Swing Kids is another one for me that you know I listen to that sound you know soundtrack every day over and over again. I don't know,
2: man. Yeah, I know people that love Swing Kids as much as you do. So oh yeah, that's fun. There's probably
1: some benefit there, but I but I yeah yeah I know I get what you're saying though. Yeah, it's like I even think of like uh, stuff like Evita. Like I don't know if Avita is a good movie. I just know I listen to that soundtrack all the time and know every single song. And that's a weird one for me. Not very many people have that kind of in there. Like oh, I used to put Mm-mm. in the Avita soundtrack when I was younger. No, I haven't. I haven't heard a lot of. I haven't heard a lot of like Avita love. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like I want to be a You're like. Yeah, that's, that was my thing, man. Actually, I think you're right, Jonathan. I think Danae actually would like Donnie Darko. Like, not that she'll ever get around to seeing it, but I just I think that save
0: it for the show.
1: Oh, Okay, good, good point, good point. <laughs> I have PO box stuff. Oh, eight cool. Eight one. What? Uh, do Let's we want? Let's talk about do, that. Do we want to do it f- like now for outtakes, or we want to do in it there? In... What's in there? <laughs> do we... You can't
4: show us You
0: can't show, you
1: can't show box. a box. And... What the
0: hell, dude?
1: I don't care.
4: Hey,
0: I got (laughs) P.O. Box stuff. The box is massive and the size of my head. Do you want to know what it is now or later?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I've been a bad boy. I have... uh,
0: I've been a bad, bad boy. uh, We got
1: candy and he ate it all. (laughs) You're not far off. Uh, I was <laughs> <laughs>
0: What
1: did but, you do? Better you than me. <laughs> that's in addition to what I'm about to tell you. Uh, no, I, I haven't checked the P.O. box for a while. So uh, oh. I think it's been like a month and a half. <gasps> uh, so there's well, Christ, you did Christmas stuff have COVID. Stuff in it. <laughs> that is true. I did have reasons. <clears throat> so, uh, th- yeah, three things uh, over the last uh, month and a half. Um this one doesn't have a name on it, and I'm sure it had a name on the envelope, but I thought there was a name on the letter, too, so I apologize. I, like, I don't have the name for this one.
0: Uh, whoa, whoa, but, whoa, 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 Aaron. Yeah. What do you mean, like, you're driving home, and you're just chucking envelopes out of the window, and you don't have it? Or? No,
1: I, I threw it away yesterday when I after I got it, or after I got it home, or whatever, because uh, there was you, a letter, and I thought the name was on the letter, but it's not. If this is you, please let us know. We'll give you a shout-out. I promise. Like.
0: But... I just don't. Can't you just go get the letter out of the trash? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's Why it, because not? I
1: throw it, I throw car trash into our main bins, uh-huh. and it's like uh, oh, under you mean like, the like open
0: bins yeah, outside. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, because I was like, if it's just over in the trash can, go freaking get it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, no. I see. All right, no. all
0: right, all right, all right. I'm sorry, my my. I want to be in charge-o-meter is maxing out
1: (laughs) this one i don't have a name on if this is you please uh let us know i i thought there was a a name on the the letter uh there is Mm -hmm. not it was on the envelope and i threw the envelope away apologies we will give you a shout out and really appreciate this gift says here are some canadian smarties (gasps) that's it that's the mail and then it says p.s you can send them to jonathan if you want or never tell him that's up to you (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> or never tell him PPS P- that was a deep cut huh uh, so yeah so we got some uh, Canadian Smarties there's uh, three packages uh, so you can kind of see what Smarties look like in Canada Ooh, I'm um, so excited that, that was a deep cut because I don't I'm not I don't know what you're talking about. What did that we talk about ago? Smarties? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were talking about because Smarties here is that like column of like chalk candy. Yeah. yeah, yeah and there yeah. it's yeah. more like M&M's. I guess these are like more like, They're
0: M&Ms. More like M&M's. Oh, so. yeah. that so, would be interesting. for that.
1: To try. Just let so, us know how they are. Do you want me to try one now? Do you want me to do it like on the show? Like try?
0: Yeah. All right, I wonder sure. if it's milk chocolate.
1: Yeah. That's I mean, I'm sure it is. It's Nestle. So I'm sure it's good.
0: Oh, OK. So Nestle, don't they make Smarties, or is that another company that makes I don't know. Smarties?
1: they look like um, what are those called? M and M's. Yes, thank you. Reaches no. Pieces, or
0: yeah, it's just kind of like a,
1: a candy coated chocolate. Is it
0: exactly like an M M&M? and M?
1: No, oh no. Okay, that's better than our Smarties. It's a thicker candy coating, and the candy okay. coating isn't isn't as good. And the chocolates, chocolates okay.
0: So Smarties are shit M and M's, is what you're saying.
1: I, there's a tart candy here that is shaped like this. It's it's a tart. Um, oh
0: yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I can't remember what those are called. Can't either, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um.
0: Thank you so much. That's exciting. Yes, thank you. To... You're talking about
1: like Mentos. No. 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 Mentos but similar. Yeah, Mentos are a little bit thicker than that. But
0: no, I know, I know what you're talking about. I can taste them. I can taste them.
1: Mm-hmm, like I, have, right. I,
0: have, I have a taste memory happening, but I don't remember the name of them.
1: Uh, Dear CinemaSins B-Team, thank you for all the years of great entertainment from the YouTube channels to all the podcasts you've provided. Included is a set of handmade leather coasters (gasps) for each of you with the BTS logo on it. Thank you again. (gasps) Please uh, keep doing amazing work. Yours truly, Simon, a.k.a. Pez from Discord. Uh, Oh, my God. P.S. I have sent the coaster for Jonathan to the A-team uh, box uh, included in the set of theirs. That so, is
0: so kind. Very smart. Oh, and, my gosh. Oh, 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 oh. I, I saw, Um, I think cool. I saw this in the Slack channel mm-hmm. because the A-team yeah. got theirs. And, oh, my God, that's so cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those How are really cool. How did you do that, Pez?
1: Yeah, it's impressive.
0: So it's our uh, behind-the-scenes logo that has, like, you know, Jonathan, Aaron, and I's caricature. Um, yeah. and it's it's been Amen. literally stamped into a circular leather piece, mm-hmm. but how did he? Did he make like a die or something? You know how they have those die cut. Yeah, must have like
1: a machine or something uh, like for those. Like a lathe or yeah. whatever. So yeah, so thank Whoa. you, Pez. Appreciate that. Uh, uh, let cool. me know
0: if you are on Twitch. Like if you twitch some of your arts and crafts because that's pretty freaking cool. I would love to see how you did that. Also, well that makes done.
2: more sense now. I thought he had just left you guys
1: out when he sent me <laughs> one.
0: And... <laughs> well, I was so just gonna neat. say
1: uh, also well done paying attention to the fact that that you know the one PO boxes where Denae and I are, and the other one, you know, so is nice. where Jonathan or, is in Nashville. So, yeah. Or that's really creepy. I don't know which.
2: <laughs> could be. Could be. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Thank you.
0: Yeah, uh, one one team in two locations.
1: And finally, uh, this is from Nick. Uh, he sent us a Christmas card. It says, season's Aww. greetings. Uh, it says, dear Aaron, Denae, and Jonathan, wishing you and your families a very happy holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, Santa. Oh, my God. Santa may be dead, but you keep his spirit alive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want that on a shirt. Santa may be dead, but keep the spirit alive.
1: I, I will also say a very, very nice uh, handwritten two-page uh, note <gasps> from Nick Whoa. as well uh, that we don't have to read on the show, but I can definitely read to you guys um, as okay, well. And then he sent, he sent gifts for Danae and I. Um, he sent me a giant Snickers bar. Uh, this Holy is this shit. is one Snickers bar. Oh, we've had one of those oh before. Mackenzie God. got. One. You can see I've cut the end <gasps> off. I have had some yeah, of yeah. this already, but uh, yeah, it's like a cake. Like you have to just. <laughs> it, <is>. it really
2: is. It's not cake. It. Yeah. It's not a cake, but it's like you have to cut it, slice Do you it. You know
0: what it reminds me of? It reminds you can't me just of those, bite out of it. It reminds me of those starter logs for a fire. <laughs> yes,
1: that is exactly yeah. what I thought too. It's like <laughs> really? I'm eating a starter log.
2: <laughs> but no we had one of those and we would just yeah we would just cut it whenever we wanted a little bit of Snickers
1: and
0: oh my know. god that thing is huge and
1: then for Danae oh uh, no what is it some Toblerone oh <gasps> man I haven't had a Toblerone in uh, a long time it says time. Swiss milk chocolate with honey and almond nougat and uh, on the back it says "naughty or nice," and he put your uh, <laughs> your sticker oh, on the nice. Oh <laughs> yay! So, our
2: local our so, local art <gasps> house theater carries Toblerone, or they used to. I don't know if they still do. Uh,
1: that was they even open. But, that was from um, Nick. That was from Nick, and he's clearly oh. not paying attention. If he you put your sticker on nice, but that's 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 okay. No, no you're kidding. Paying attention,
0: that is so kind. Okay, so so here's the good news, everybody. Uh, Aaron's only four minutes away, so. Aaron can start the show. I'll be <laughs> I'll be back in about eight to ten minutes with my with my Toblerone. <laughs> uh,
2: I will Set say it out
0: th- on the porch. you have you
2: have drivable roads now. So
0: yeah, we do. It turned into like sixty degree weather here. So
1: yeah, same. Although it's cold today. So remember earlier when you said that like I ate your candy? There yeah. was a third bag of candy in this box, but it was unlabeled. And so uh that ended up in the hands of my family. Uh and so it is it is gone. It was the thing. It was what? it was Rollos and if I either if either, of you, if either of you want some Rolos, I will buy you some I will uh, buy you, you a big package to of Rolos, Rolos. and, and send would them be to nasty you. So. By the time they got to me. All right.
0: All right. No, listen. If I've learned a lesson, it's that I have to find that fucking P.O. box key myself. (laughs) I have to find the key?
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's just kind of like... it's Where's
0: the key? It's P.O.
1: box, you know, like the the person who has to do the work of going to the box, you know, you get a little bit of tax, you know, you take a little bit off the top and then uh, send the rest on, I think is how it works, uh, at least if I'm understanding economics correctly. Do you want me to read you the long letter?
0: Uh, I think just because we're short on time, we probably shouldn't.
1: Okay. I should have... I haven't read this yet. Should have read it. Uh, it says the well, ro- yeah. the Rolos are for Jonathan. <laughs> <gasps> Dude, you're oh not gonna, you can't ship me Rolos. No. Does it really? It Aaron? Does, towards the end of the letter. <laughs> it's like, he mentioned once he likes them on the podcast, so I sent him some Rolos. But you put names on the others. You didn't put names on the Rolos.
2: <laughs> oh, I don't care, man.
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: Oh my God, Aaron.
1: That's so, so funny. <laughs> you're, just so, you're,
0: you're such a child. You
1: open gifts. But I gifts. was thinking, I was thinking, <laughs> I will, next time I'm with Jonathan, I'll buy him a bunch of Rolos, you know, <laughs> because oh my of, you know, I, obviously, I thought, well, you know, hey, these Rolos Absolutely aren't listed, not. you know, they probably are for Jonathan. Them. But be I honest, how many them.
0: Rolos were there?
1: Oh, it was a giant bag. It was a huge bag of Rolos. Like it was, it was a lot. But things go just, fast when you open them just, in this house. Just digging that knife. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this
2: is the best Rolos I've ever had too yeah, like, they must have been like Rolos. they this must have be been good. bagged by Jesus <laughs> they were amazing
1: this was no, the chocolate yeah, Rolos, and caramel of we, the gods man
2: there's, there's like three I mean there's there's only like me and my wife well my daughter will eat them too but like yeah when we get a bag of those they, they, go, they go quick because I mean they're, they're so just good. so easy just to grab like eight or ten
1: and just eat them <laughs> <laughs> you want me to save uh, a box of Smarties for you for next time we come to Nashville, uh, I mean I'm curious to try yeah. those, but it's yeah. not a big deal. I'll, I'll put them away for our our next uh, trip post COVID, which hopefully that'll just
0: for, be for, soon. for For just add a little more context, the box of Smarties are about the size of a small pack of gum. <laughs> yes. So Aaron's super okay with sharing those. But if it's a massive bag of Rolos, there's no chance it's going to get the to the other Listen, the lesson here is label
1: clearly, <laughs> <laughs> not in a letter. Yeah. yeah, it's the person who is nice enough to send yes, us it's stuff. It's your fault. It's, it's completely terrible. your fault.
2: <laughs> okay, so I have to. I'm going to try to show you this. So, like, I had the, that little gel stress ball in my hand, and I dropped it, uh-huh. but I couldn't find it anywhere. And somehow, it ended up here.
1: <laughs> Jonathan just showed us it's stuck in the roly thing of his office chair. Like somehow it's literally... it like pinned itself into the chair. I was, I was like is one of the things where I was like I don't really need it, but I'm just like, where could it have gone? Like there's nothing. There's You're, nothing around me Iro- like how ironically <laughs> your stress ball is stressing you out. Like <laughs> the location yeah. of your stress ball is now stressing you out. Probably Donnie Darko. <laughs> Donnie Darko.
0: Stop. No. Fuck. <laughs> See, here's the thing that's wrong. This is why I don't watch this kind of shit because now I'm, ima- I'm imagining that dude walking through this fucking door behind me while I'm on this freaking screen. To be and fair,
1: then- that would be weird if Jake Gyllenhaal just showed up at your house and you'd be like, well, how do you know where I live? Why are you here? She, I think she thinks the rabbit is named Donnie Darko.
0: Yes, the rabbit is Donnie Darko. <laughs> He's so dark and Donnie looking.